Hey everybody, welcome to episode four of the Cyber Bullies podcast. We're here at Boss Man Studios today, a little change of venue. I'm Ken Noworski, I'm joined by... Kyle Reese-Mandel. We also have a very special guest. Uh, my name is Paul Reese-Mandel, and we're going to work real hard. I'll announce myself because Kyle is my brother and we're often completely impossible to tell apart. I'm hurt. Wait, I'm what? Told. This is the first I'm hearing. <laughs> it's not news you want to get on a podcast in someone's basement. Uh, Paul, tell us a little about yourself for our dozen listeners i'm a cancer <laughs> Ooh, go on and uh, my turn odds are slayer <laughs> this all tracks <laughs> and my uh, my turn off are mean people all right mean Ooh. people suck mean people suck that's yes. interesting because how do you square slayer aren't th- are they mean people they're, they're not actually really nice oh, okay <laughs> no they're really they're really nice guys um except for the guy who got bit by the spider Oh, Spider Man! <laughs> he's he's a Slayer. This is very confusing. Uh, Paul, I have one other question for you. Tell us about your background with Lifetime and or Hallmark movies, if you have any at all, or, or your pre- preconceived notions. Virtually no background. Oh, this is going to be. Great. I've studiously avoided them for most of the time that I've owned cable, which isn't much of my life. Um, but I'm aware of them. <laughs> I'm aware that. I, I believe that Lifetime is television for, for women. Yeah. Is this right? Correct. Okay. And and the Hallmark channel is for people in the greeting card business, right? <laughs> yes. Correct. It's all greeting card based properties. <laughs> I thought. So like, but if you work for Carlton Cards, are you allowed to watch the Hallmark channel? I didn't realize that was their top rival. That's how dominant Hallmark is. There is no other card company. <laughs> But what they about, TLC and Montague had an exclusive with them. What about Papyrus? They're the high-end cards. You mean the ancient paper? The high-end cards at the Whole Foods. Oh, uh, I never bought those before. I can't afford that. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, yes, I'm aware of them. I've, I've thought that they were uh, mostly schmaltz. So I think that's right. I think I'd say my impression yeah. is that they're schmaltzy, formulaic, and po- not for me. Not not for me. Yeah, right. You're not the intended audience. I, I'm not the intended audience. But in to this the rest of my in this clockwork orange scenario where we held open your eyelids and forced you to watch, you are now the forced audience. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Forced exposure, if you will. Yeah. Okay. That, that yeah, that makes sense to me. All right. Now you know a lot more about Doris Roberts than you ever wanted to. <laughs> All right. Do you, Ken? Uh, Do well, you? We're, we're going to find out. All right. So for anyone that missed previous episodes, they're up on iTunes, all your other podcasting sites. Uh, please subscribe and rate us if you can. Also follow us on Twitter, uh, at CyberBulliesPod. We also have a Facebook page, Tumblr, all the other things. Oh. have an email address, CyberBulliesPodcast at gmail.com. Please send us an email, please. <laughs> all right. So in episode three, we watched A Hobo's Christmas. We tried to answer the following questions. <laughs> Were chance and Cincinnati lovers? Did the Swiss invent the hobo knife? Mm. What exactly is a salesman? <laughs> salesman. <laughs> and who is April Hotfeet Smithson? I can answer. I can oh, answer. Oh, you know some of these answers. <laughs> you know a who invented the hobo knife? No. <laughs> a salesman is likely Canadian. Oh, oh you know right. that's like we saying we do talk about can- Canada it's a like lot. Chocolate milk. Yes, yes. It's or insurance, right? Like you, it's yeah. a region. This all came from me saying salesman for no reason. Just <laughs> FYI. It was, it was an organic mistake. It's Ontarian. <laughs> makes sense. It makes as much sense as what I said. 
So we both love this one. So go back and listen, watch the movie, because it was great. Uh, anything to recap from A Hobo's Christmas before we move on? I don't think so. No. All right, good. All right, so for this episode, we watched 2009's Mrs. Miracle. <laughs> Not Merkel, Miracle. Miracle. This is a movie I would say was definitely one of the inspirations for this podcast. Yeah, this is one of the ones I briefly, briefly, almost a year I lived with Kenny and his wife, and we would watch these movies I don't know, November 1st to January 31st. <laughs> and so we've seen every single one. So this is one we've definitely seen before together. Right. And I think inaugurated us doing this every year to watch these movies and now doing the podcast, right? I agree. Yeah. So 2009, is- really? Yeah. Because it's hard to believe. <laughs> we're gonna, I can't we're tell gonna if it's too that. soon or too late. <laughs> it, yeah, you know, uh, in, in, in pacing, plot, and structure, I would say 1989. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and, but they have cellular phones. They right. do. Yeah. Well, sort of. And but I would I would argue this that the lifetime movie genre is that it is frozen in air. Yeah, you never know. Okay. So when you're hitting it correctly, you shouldn't know what year it right. is. Right. Got it. It's yep. supposed to be timeless. So so in some ways, the successful. I think I think it's like a totally generic in the good sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it fulfills all the genre conventions. It's a 2009 journey record. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Or like that's buying a, a, or you get a new bad religion. You're like, yep, <laughs> yep. this could be 1987, right. 1997. That's, and that's what we want. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah, you, you like it for what it is, right? right. You mm-hmm. know. So this movie stars the late, great Doris Roberts as Mrs. Merkel. The late, the late great. She she was, of Did course. she pass? Yeah, a couple years Paul, ago. can you believe it? She's so young. <laughs> Me and Kyle went to but, the funeral. Uh, but she seems as though she could just. Full she's, of energy. She's ageless. Mrs. Miracle. Why? Why? Why not give Paul, herself the gift of eternal life? You're already asking the right question, which is if you're fucking magic, do magic. Yeah. Right. Like, why are you saving magic for not magical things? All right, before well, we get to she that. does magic, but mm. we'll, we'll get there because I have a problem with it. Okay, so I have some... Uh, yeah. All right. We so, got to do the Wayback uh, Machine and I got to no, tell you some I, things I, about I, the movie. Got, we got okay. a little... Right, a small sorry, game, I, I, a sorry, I did not mean first. to get you oh. prematurely into the film. If you don't know who Doris Roberts is, she was, of course, everyone's favorite mother-in-law and everybody loves Raymond. This movie also stars James Vanderbeek as Seth. He, of course, played Dawson Leary in Dawson's Creek. Has there ever been a guy who looked less like a Seth? No. Like he, he will not be referred to as Seth. Of course, he's the beak. You. I wrote the he's beak. The beak. Continuously. I'm relatively certain I didn't know his name was Seth until about halfway into the movie. <laughs> they always do this. You just don't know. It just doesn't matter. Name. What <laughs> right. his it's not is. important. It doesn't and, matter. And let's be honest. Seth. Probably celebrating Hanukkah. <laughs> That's true. Like yeah, if we had, Seth? if you had to put money down on it, yeah, right. he could have made. Could have given Josh, Steve, and Daryl. Yeah, I love a black name. His name is Jerome. <laughs> Jerome and Reba. You're cordially invited. Oh, God, Reba, really? Reba two weeks in a row, we got to deal with Reba? This is uncanny. We talked about Reba way too much last yeah. week. It's unbelievable. I was, I also was flummoxed. Yeah, because it, it makes no sense. But no, but I knew her name was Reba within the first five minutes. Because yeah. you don't forget Reba. They say Reba over a hundred times in this movie. I, I did think about super cutting it all together. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It stops. I yell. It stops saying Reba at a certain point in this. All right. So, but I think I think they got a cease and desist from the actual Reba. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. And you know what that said? It said, "Stop it! You're wearing out my name." Yeah, right. But, but I the literally have a remember because nobody's name is Reba. Do you know what I mean? I only know one other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the right. Reba. Right. Yeah, the Reba. Yeah. Well, you don't need to say the because there's only one Reba. Right. It's stupid. It's like saying like the Prince. prince. <laughs> of course. Idiot. All right, oh, so, you still have the Rizza. <laughs> yeah, but that's only because there's the Rizza and the Jizza, right? So it, they are 
It's true. Consonant, or you know what I mean? So they're, they're close enough that you might even confused. And also... And the Pope. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. But there's been 23 Popes. True. So we're, we're now we have two Rebas. So if, there, if Reba dies and they elect a new Reba, you can call her the Reba. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like when they, when they had the white smoke comes out of Reba's hair. <laughs> we have a Reba. It'll be broadcast live on TNN. <laughs> yeah, I'll be sitting in my office at work. Guys, guys, I think they've just selected a Reba. <laughs> All right. So before we hop into the Wayback Machine, I got to... Quick game for Kyle. Oh, 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 reversing the tables here. I, I love it. So we're going to play Kyle's Choice, just like Sophie's Choice. Oh, okay. Just like it. But with terrible television shows. Okay. So I'm going to give you a choice of three television shows from the past. Okay. One's on present still. In this post-apocalyptic world, <laughs> you can only watch one of them for the rest of your life. Okay. Oh, and you're doing every, this. I think the premise of the game is you know I hate everything. You hate. All and there's this. no way I'll be able to pick. Right. right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I just want to make that clear for people who don't know me. <laughs> so you know all DVD sets are wiped out except for this. You can pick one of these shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I want to tell you. Tell, I want to tell you your thought process as we make a decision. First show. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> With the aforementioned Saint Doris Roberts. I thought it was strange you had a picture over your mantle of Doris Roberts. <laughs> Now that she's passed. Se- second show, Big Bang Theory. Oh, fuck. Third show, Two and a Half Men. Oh. <laughs> God, that is... Mm. I-, I think Two and a Half Men has to be out just on principle, except, and this is a big except, and I think Paul will agree with me on this one, two words, John Cryer. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was great, right? You like, cannot deny John Cryer. Great. Great talent. Funny. I love the 80... 80- I mean, you know, I'm sure he hears that all the time, but like... Um, hiding out, right? Superman oh, yeah. Four, the quest for peace. Yeah, Superman Four, <laughs> where he plays Lenny. No, and and, and you can you can have a lot of empathy for the fact that he just wants to bank millions of dollars. Yeah, and like to get one of those jobs is basically a golden ticket. So, and you know, you work with Charlie. Sheen. I mean, that's the thing is Chuck Lorre, Charlie Sheen. Those guys are pieces of garbage, and so that's why I would I couldn't. Okay, even though it's not John Cryer's fault, but he goes in the pit. Okay. I'm throwing them in a pit. I decided that's what the <laughs> that's game is. Um, so I'm left with Everybody Loves Raymond. Or Big Bang Theory. And you have to watch every episode in a row. I, I think this is an easy choice. Everybody Loves Raymond. Why? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, one, it, it feels like a real sitcom. Like, there okay. are jokes and the people on it there are, are funny. Yep. All the at Peter Boyle, Doris Roberts, mm-hmm. the other guy. The lurchy guy. Yeah, Brad. Brad. Yeah, Brad, 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 Brad. My friend Brad. 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 And Ray Ramon, they're all funny. Phil, Phil Rosenthal, who created the show with him hilarious guy mm-hmm. like all good people okay I don't have any moral qualms right. and I think I would even laugh occasionally all right so I'm on so your so, scenario is I'm gonna like I've managed to survive a nuclear war yeah like a dirty bomb and I'm in a basement and I can't yep. leave mm-hmm. and I'm eating like canned chicken and all there is is everybody loves a Cloverfield Lane <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah that's it <laughs> and I'm just eating dog food yeah. with John Goodman yeah and he's like we gotta watch this turn it on that's it he's committed season one episode one <laughs> We open. Oh. <laughs> all right. So. All right. All right. That's yeah. That was easy. I think. I feel like that all was. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll get better at those. No. I know. No. No. I feel like you, you were ramping up. Like to, you're going to really put it to me. But you know. <laughs> so you ready to go? I am ready. All right. We're ready for the wayback machine. I simplified this now because I feel like it was a little lengthy before. So just okay. So this came out, was released on television December fifth, mm-hmm. two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Anybody know what today is? 
December 5th. December 5th. Wow. The 2017. anniversary. Unintentional. I would even say somebody might have been involved who was supernatural. <laughs> this movie is old enough to vote. Oh, shit. No, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. <laughs> For school president? <laughs> well, in Alabama, yes. Uh <laughs> It, it is eligible to be a Roy Moore girlfriend. I, I do math for a living, Paul. <laughs> he, he, yeah, I went for it immediately. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. So we are exactly, what, eight, uh, how many years is that, Kenny? That's eight. Eight years to the day this movie was released. So on the Billboard charts, I'm going to oh. give you three songs. Okay. And the music is always the hardest because none of us know anything about popular oh, music. Shit, right. There's no way I know this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you three choices, so I'm going to narrow it down. Number one, Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z, and Alicia Ugh. Keys. You're gonna my, hate my usual reaction. You're gonna hate this one even more. I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. I, I don't mind that one as much. Oh, interesting. That broke different. <laughs> Fireflies by Owl City. Uh, sadly, I know that song. I had no idea. I had to look it up. I'll go. I I'll always go Black Eyed Peas. Okay. I always. Yeah. <laughs> any no choice. What. When I'm ordering sides at the Southern That's restaurant. Right. Yes. Paul. I'll throw in with Jay Z. It is Jay-Z and Alicia yeah, Keys, yeah, Empire yeah. State of Mind. I just Although, hate that song. Although, I got a feeling the next week was number one. <laughs> so you were right, <laughs> just not right that week. The movie, I, I am confident in the movie this week. I've, I keep getting close. <sighs> when I looked at the closer. list, I couldn't believe I should. We're going to do it last because okay. you're so confident. I'm so confident this week. <laughs> TV. Okay. This one is the most boring one, so we'll go fast. Dancing with the Stars, American Idol, The Mentalist. Ugh. Paul, you want to go first this time? American Idol. I'll go Dancing with the Stars. Two for two. Ooh. Paul Reismandel, the media geek, radiosurvivor.com. <laughs> there you go. Check them out. This is what you go there for, pop culture commentary. <laughs> now I've seen The Soul of America. <laughs> and it is Ryan Seacrest. dark. <laughs> and his weirdly flat forehead. All right. Which of these... So another TV one. Okay. Which of these three shows aired the most episodes mm-hmm. in the fall season of 2009? Three Rivers? <laughs> TBL, The Beautiful Life, <laughs> Hank. <laughs> what is that? I, I don't even know what two of these shows are. When you, I don't really you know, know what, what the one third of them one is. is. I, I just assume Three Rivers is in Pittsburgh. Yep, Three it's Rivers. about Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> and Andy Vance. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a buddy cop It's a buddy cop show. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're solving crimes. But they crimes. wear the painter's hats. Yeah. The Pittsburgh <laughs> With baseball bats. <laughs> With, with Rocky George of suicidal tendencies. <laughs> Who fucking would have watched that show, by the way? I believe it was a medical drama set at Three Rivers Hospital, which is like a fictional hospital. Hank was the uh, starring vehicle for Kelsey Grammer in his comeback. Don't even oh, remember. You know, right when he was like, I think, fell off the wagon and he broke up with his wife. All right. Uh, and TBL, The Beautiful Life, no idea. I didn't write that one. Uh, reality? TBL. Okay. Uh, I'll go Hank. You're both wrong. Three Rivers. <laughs> Eight episodes. I'm so happy I get that wrong. Paul, you went the lowest. Th- TBL, The Beautiful Life, aired two episodes. Yeah. Hank I thought aired it was a reality show. So five. It, it no, it was a scripted show. Oh, Christ. Which it is sounds insane. like a reality show. Right. I think Rock, they were... Rocky George, just so you know, the guitarist of Suicidal Tendencies, always wore a Pittsburgh Pirates hat. There you go. And he's from Pittsburgh? I don't know. He's from LA. I'm I was sure. going to say, I was like, is he from the barrio? Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't and understand. Kent Kove on drums. <laughs> I know you don't know sports. That's a great reference. <laughs> All right. Last one, movies. December 4th to December 10th. I am 10th. so fucking confident. All right. I'm going to let Paul go first then. Is it Old Dogs? Oh, no. We don't even want multiple choice. Oh, you want to just pre-guess? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I know what it oh, fucking fine. is. Go for it. Go for it's it. It's Avatar. 
You are 100% wrong. Shit. I'll give you your choices now. All right. I love pre-guessing. That's fun. <laughs> Old Dogs, The Blind Side, Ninja Assassin. <laughs> Old Dogs. I think he's right, but I'll go Blind Side. It's The Blind Side. Kenny gets uh, one. All right. All right. Well, that what was... is The Blind Side? With uh, Sandra Bullock. Oh, and the... shit. Yeah. Football oh, player. All right. I, I, the, the titles are so you, generic. You, this is marked E for explicit, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. There's no way I can hold it together. No. I, no I, you think I'm not going to use the F word to talk about Doris Roberts? You got to be on your fucking mind. I went to a... a, a where I used to work at Toys R Us, we went, I went to a happy hour on Friday, and I, we were talking about it. And somebody said, "You know, it's marked E for explicit." I'm like, "Yes, yes, it's on purpose." <laughs> have you listened constantly. to it? <laughs> Maybe have you haven't seen listened. a Lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's just all fucking. <laughs> I mean, it's softcore, right? Yeah, wow. it's a lot of belly button fucking, but it's still fucking. It's like Red Shoe Diaries. So, Ken, this movie was directed by Michael Scott, not of The Office. <laughs> He directed tons of TV movies. I think we're going to see his name again in the course okay. of doing this podcast. Well, they, no, I mean, it's Tony and Ridley's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do Lethal Weapon 6 or Mrs. Miracle? It's your choice. You could do Beak and Doris Roberts. I don't know who would even be in a Lethal Weapon reboot, like mm. on, on movies, not TV. I know they did that TV show. Yeah. So you uh. need old black guy who's sick of this shit. I would, you know what I'm going to go Russell with? Russell Crowe. Oh, Okay. He's the Australian. old black guy. He's gonna he's gonna go blackface yeah. like Robert Downey. Yes, I hope so. He's Australian. It's different. Yeah, that's that's true. It's totally fine. Yeah. As long as, it seems as, like he would do that. And then the partner has to be a woman, right? Like I would think it would have to be like Want the Sykes. <laughs> you don't understand Lethal Weapon at all, do you? No. <laughs> You're just saying names now. <laughs> She's sick of this shit. Yeah. Though. She would yeah. be great in the dating level. She's sick yeah. of this shit. From a black face. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right? Oh, She's like, what the fuck? Be like- we should write it. That's the movie. It's the whole movie. It's like, does anybody else see this? <laughs> this motherfucker shows up every day. <laughs> fucking with me. Yeah, he gets up every morning. <laughs> he puts it on. Yeah. That's like 10 minutes of the movie. It's like yeah, Neil Diamond. Every- I want to see every time he does it. <laughs> it's Neil Diamond and the jazz singer. Wildly inappropriate, <laughs> but I still want to see it. Uh, that's fucking brilliant. All right. So he also his other biggest credit, which I really enjoyed, was Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, a that terrifying sh- show. Yeah, I, Paul, you're probably child, slightly yeah, old enough. Old oh, I know Unsolved to, Mysteries. No, I know you know it, but it wasn't scary. More scared by it, probably. No, no, no. Like when mom and dad would go grocery shopping on Friday, and you'd be out, mm-hmm. and I'd watch it. It would scare the shit out of me. I'd be home alone, and that music that. <laughs> It was for children. Yeah. It was marked E for explicit. I, why wasn't it marked? It was DVG. It was during the safe harbor, Ken, 8 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, there you go. It's supposed to be okay for kids. And the writer is David Golden, also written many move, many TV movies, like mm-hmm. 20 or 30. He also wrote the Dragnet TV reboot. So speaking of buddy cop mm, shows. There was a TV reboot? I don't remember yeah, that. You want to guess? about the movie. I'll tell you what year it is. See if you can guess one of the co-stars. Okay. 2003. Oh, Jesus. I think you can, though. What, three? So think about it this way. Who would they have cast as like the the Jack Webb kind of grizzled by the books, but not super old cop? White guy, I'll give you a clue. <laughs> okay, it's Wanda Sykes and White's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is tough. <laughs> Friday, I am sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah. You cannot wear blackface in LA. <laughs> I have no idea. Drawing a, uh, Ed O'Neill. 
Oh, all right, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. And Ethan Embry as the younger cop. Right. I don't know who that is. I already hate yeah, the you show. <laughs> okay. I, if I saw him, I know. I think who you he would was. know his face. Yeah, right. Do you think you know who yeah. Ethan Embry is? Can't hardly wait. Did you ever see that movie? You know Maybe. the song, right? <laughs> I know the song. Okay, yeah. I figured that much. All right, so feel free to begin. All right. So we open with two kids playing rambunctiously inside a beautiful Canadian style ranch house or Canadian ranch style house. <laughs> I'd rather have a Canadian style. Did you look up to see where it was filmed or no? No, I didn't. Camera. <laughs> so first of all. Yeah. Oh, you're already in. These children. Tap in. All right. They need to be drugged. <laughs> They're terrible. They are. I, I thought they were supposed to be modeled on the kids from Talladega Nights. So the Ricky Bobby Will yeah. Ferrell movie, yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. like the little shitheads who say yeah. crazy stuff. They're exactly like them. They're awful. But, but, but not funny. But not funny. Right. And, and they're racist. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. So they scare, like they terrorize all these, right at the beginning, right? They terrorize. Yeah, this is like a montage. Yeah, the, 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 a the whole sequence of nannies. Right. Yeah. And then the last one they terrorize, she's African-American. Oh, you're right. And the way they scare her is straight out of like, is straight out of like a bad, like mammy cartoon. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like right out of a, uh, out of a Looney Tunes they don't show anymore. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. Or, or 1965. Yeah. Now, it, 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 here's it, the strangest it, thing about this. Uh, the she, nanny is played by it. Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she didn't go, oh, Lottie, Lottie, Lottie. Right. It, it's insane. You're it, right. You're it totally is right. actually that, that scene immediately made me go. All right, I'm ready to stop now. Yeah, you, you, that's the problem with these movies. They tread in a really difficult political water, right? Because they they're yeah. usually about some sort of gender issue and or the race stuff that's like totally overlooked but very fucked up. And I will say, this is the other thing that annoyed me. They say Debbie Maycomber's Mrs. Miracle. Like, yeah. we all know who the fuck that is. I don't is. know who the fuck that is. Do you know that You're looking who I know Thomas Kincaid is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The painter of light. <laughs> well, now you know who he is. Yeah. Debbie Maycomber. More I like, assume she writes a bunch of shitty Christmas novels. She does. She's racist. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into her later, but I just wanted to point oh, out, they put it up there like, guys, it's on. Yeah. Debbie Maycomber's on. Get her yeah. around. Gather She's the, the draw. TV. Yeah. <laughs> not the peak. Yeah. Not Roberts. No. So one of the, one of the, as you know, the, the sons are terrorizing these nannies. One of the nannies says, you don't need a housekeeper. You need a miracle. <sighs> Do you, we think they're going to get that miracle or Merkel? Well, and this also is one of my biggest issues with the whole movie is that it starts out like it's a fucking uh, Three Stooges sketch. Like, yeah, there's running Hill. around and like, yeah, it's Betty Hill. Yeah. Another Betty uh, Hill. It's all, all of these are like it's, that. And so I think it's it's supposed to be like a comedy, right? Like a romantic comedy. Now, granted, this one doesn't do it as bad as the Kincaid movie. Not even close. And I see I disagree. This one, because this one feels like they're telegraphing much more explicitly. It's funny. And really? Yeah. Like, the kids are funny. I did not Mrs. Miracle was saying crazy. Crazy well, old person shit. Yeah, she's constantly. supposed to be funny. I, and, and then, like, you know, two seconds later, he's like, well, my dead wife. Like, oh, boy. This yeah. is not funny. Well, that's funny. everyone, though. It's like, yeah. a, it's right. the Nicholas Sparks formula. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're five minutes in, and Vanderbeek Van Der mailing it in oh, yeah. already. He, why wouldn't he? He does not want to be there at all. Why wouldn't he? Can you imagine what his celebrity net worth is? Yeah, no way those kids are six years old. Oh, yeah, no way. No yeah, way. How old did no you way. think they were? Yeah, they're like eight, nine. Okay. Maybe a yeah, small I thought they were ten. older. They're supposed to be six, did they say They're supposed six? to be six. They said yeah, multiple the times. supposed to be six. They're twins. You know right? what they also... Well, two things. One, they'd be in Patriots too. We know that for sure. <laughs> oh my God. It's a so reference they, to these kids, they share room. <laughs> yeah, even though they have gigantic houses. house monster is enormous, house. right? Yeah, like, every house is enormous What the hell is a single dad need with the rest of the house? Yeah. This is very suspicious. These are the questions. Well, is it suspicious? This is why I write these down. See, I think the reason he has is the wife died and he... He, she was like in charge, like she was a housewife, homemaker, and how, then when she dies, how dare you give them credit 
for for lifetime to think through it. They Can had insurance. No, I think the bill counting machine has its own bedroom. <laughs> yeah, it's all laundering money. That's what Mrs. Miracle's really doing. I mean, he is an architect. Of course. Of course. He has the ultimate lifetime job. Yeah. Architect. All the time. Nobody's Every one of these movies. Anymore. Right. And that's why it's, it's all CAD it's, cam. It, <laughs> yeah. But it's only in these movies, Paul. They always have these weird fucking jobs nobody has opinion article writer right like columnist yeah, and you architect. can make a living at that yeah exactly in, in wherever the fuck this is Reseda yeah. or I don't even know yeah. I, put, no, I, I, I imagine that it's in Guelph but it looks fake Guelph Ontario oh Guelph is nice that's yeah. a nice little suburb yeah so we find out the mom has died classic lifetime homework move they're worse than Disney they kill the mother constantly in these movies like all the time yeah it's it's yeah that's true, because like her her husband is not dead, or the the fiance right. He just left, yeah, which is left. even worse. Well, but you know, kind we'll, of. We'll tease garbage. But yeah. so we meet the female lead Reba, uh, who's a travel agent. Another growing field. Yes, another thing where the only in these movies <laughs> travel agent all in, the time. travel agent in an office, and this this I think this this does really uh, foreshadow me even more. An office decorated like a high school production of South Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is yeah, it's true. like they're not even trying. Yes. Like, yeah, it's like it looks like a whole of whole of a cruise ship. <laughs> if you you got to go back and look. No, and you're right. Just, you're totally like right. Portals, right? And there's like palm trees over the place, but it's snowing outside. <laughs> I was hoping it was like a tattoo shop when I first saw it, too. It doesn't transport you. And then here's what kills me, right? So one, we can just acknowledge that they never use the Internet in the entire movie, even though the Internet is by 2009, right? If you're an architect. It was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Or let's say, I don't know, let's just say your profession is travel agent. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't, why is she, I, I don't understand. She has brochures. She has printed out fucking brochures. For Florida. Yeah, because. Yeah. Well, because no one uses a travel agent who's under the age of 65. Right. Reba is 14 years old. I don't understand. Well, but the customers are all 65. Uh, maybe you're right, but I have <laughs> okay. so many questions about this town and we're, who lives we're gonna there. We're going to get there. All right. We meet the female lead, Reba. Uh, she go, So the next thing is she goes out to lunch with her mom, who said she's glad she has a stable career instead of the theater thing. It's nice to see Reba's allergic to money. Yeah, and like, how about doing something that has the, some kind of future? But the mom laid it on. I felt like that was a bit much. They set her up as the as the you know as the villain, the heel. Yeah, which I like. <laughs> so uh, Reba has a sister, Vicky. They had a falling out, which we don't know. All right, which again yet. begs the question: Who names their kids Vicky and Reba? What fucking year is this? And they're not in the South, nineteen forty three, and they're not on the Carol. Right, that's all show. I could think about was like these are just made, these are sketch comedy names. Like nobody would have these names. Reba, I just like uh, come, come here, on. Vicky. Come here, Reba. Tiny, your meatloaf. And here's the other thing I don't understand. Okay. Okay. So she talks about the aunt and uncle visiting. All right, and they're on the way to Hawaii <laughs> from Minneapolis, <laughs> and they're flying through Ontario. And they're flying through a town where it is clearly snowing. And it's not on the way to anywhere. No. It's not on the way that to the nearest airport. airport. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't look like a major city. It's not like they're oh, in you Chicago. Don't think so well. No. What, what gave you the clue? <laughs> so they're taking a puddle jumper right. from Minneapolis, St. Paul. They're probably taking wow. a canoe. Like, yeah. They're strapping your snowshoes to go to Hawaii. And then and then flying from Guelph to uh to YZZ yeah. and uh, <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. To Hawaii, I don't. You're right. I didn't yeah. even think about it, but you're right. It, it, it's absurd. It's oh my. my credulity has been strained already, and we are. Seven I imagine that in. plane that they took was the plane that crashed in that movie, The Edge, with uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. Oh, they're gonna that, say the plane in La Bamba. The, that's the flight that. <laughs> Was going to Guelph. I think that's an underrated movie. I like that movie. It's really good. Uh, So the next day... um, Big Bopper is uh, (laughs) is wrong. (laughs) Why do you get to spend every Christmas with Uncle Bopper? The the Beak uh, the next day goes to a parent-teacher conference. Teacher basically says the kids are kind of pieces of shit. Oh, you skipped over a couple really important things. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the shoe store scene. God damn it. Go ahead. I have other stuff, but go ahead. The kid is a shoe flinging champion, <laughs> yeah. by the yeah. way. Like that kid won every fun yeah, fair. Yeah, fetish fun fair. <laughs> <laughs> you probably you and I are the only people who know what a fucking fun fair is. Did you have that kind of in elementary school? Field day? No, it was. Yeah, yeah like no, no, field it wasn't day. like field yeah, day. Yeah, fun yeah. fair was uh, was on the weekend, and you would go yeah. and like there'd be activities and games. But it's like a field no, day. It's, not, it's, it's not good like enough. <laughs> it's different. It's fucking different. I, I think the Canadians win. The, the shoe fling every year in the Olympics. <laughs> Curling the and the shoe fling. In practice. And so they keep talking about these women who are working for the for Beak as housekeepers. Okay. And what fucking world are they housekeepers? They're fucking nannies. They're raising these kids. Yeah, I, can't, I call them nannies. He, but they kept saying, we got to hire a new housekeeper. We got to hire a housekeeper. No. <laughs> Is it different in Canada? Maybe. No. They're nannies. He goes to work nine to six. Doesn't pick him up, doesn't cook any food. He doesn't do anything. She's a fucking nanny. Don't call... I I felt he was insulting to all those people to call them housekeepers. They were taking care of those kids. They were not just coming over and cleaning up the house. No. Yeah, I think so. I think he's breaking labor laws in Canada. Uh, For sure. For sure in Canada. And in America, if you're a white person, then you can get in trouble as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, that's a fair point. And she lives in. Come on. No, it's not a fair point. It's bullshit. He's a fucking architect. It's a nanny. Oh, can we move on? Uh, <laughs> what else do you have? Yellow well, no, no. And so, so the teacher there, yeah. right? He has a yeah. parent-teacher conference. You mean Reba? Oh, no, the teacher no, the friend. teacher. Teacher yeah. friend. The teacher Linda? of the two little yeah. maniacs. Classic right. best friend in a Lifetime movie. And and she asks if music runs in the family. Right. Right. And he gets all squirrely. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't get squirrely. He just shuts down. Yeah, he doesn't answer. The, he, he shuts it's down. Like he, he totally but, ignores but, the questions so, about music. So, so here, he, this, he killed her. Right. That's what I... I wrote down, did he kill her? He's yeah, so, so guilty. Down. He killed the kid's mother. This is so and then, and, and here's the other thing I think. She's in the house. That's why he doesn't want people in there. She's in the piano? She's in yeah, the Paul fucking said this piano. Earlier. She is in See, the fucking piano. I, I, I think she's in the piano bench, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a technical difference. <laughs> I sincerely think like there's a version of this movie where he's the killer. Because like, they never say how she died. I mean, I like that movie much better. He strung the piano with her <laughs> Ooh, that's like some Hannibal shit. Yeah. But like, was she decapitated in a truck accident? Did she fall ice skating? Like, they don't say what happened, right? I'm not crazy. There's never one. I don't think they do. I assume she just got sick or whatever. Well, of course you do. (laughs) That's what Beak wants you to think. That's right. right. I trust the Beak. Reba just goes right in there. She's about to get killed next. So these two shithead sons want to take part in a Christmas pageant. Which, of course, the bee has no idea about because he's the worst dad of all time. Yeah, well, I love the teacher's like, oh, the meeting starts in three minutes. Oh, okay, yeah. thanks for the notice. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, I have to be there for the Christmas pageant for six-year-olds? <laughs> so like, why are the parents running this pageant? Okay, I thought you might have an answer. Oh, sorry. I do sometimes <laughs> have explanations. I'll grant you. I, what I did find strange... It's a small town. They have a teacher shortage. Paul, it's such a small town that Reba doesn't even know his wife is dead or who he is. Yeah, but they grew up there. But they grew Nobody up in the knows same anything. Never seen and he doesn't other. know about the husband. You would, everybody in town would know if you got jilted like that by your sister. 
Like, you would have to be from Moose Jaw to not know. <laughs> it, it, from Moose Jaw to Yellowknife, <laughs> they, heard, they heard about Vicky. I think we have a name for our new podcast. <laughs> our Canadian travel podcast. I just don't understand this town. Guys, we haven't even met Mrs. Jerkley yet. <laughs> right. I'm stuff laying the groundwork. We're never <laughs> going to this meet is, her. This will be a heavily edited episode. She's like, she's like uh, before Before we meet Merkel, what percent, I, I, we kind of covered this, what percentage of Lifetime movies have the lead as an architect? 50? Oh, yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah, yeah, come on, Paul. Don't, you know. Despite being television for women, it's not yeah, not very no. empowering. Women can't do math. You also skipped, that. I think, which is the most egregious thing in the entire movie. <laughs> wow. I'm willing to go out of a limb here. How many how many hours a week do you think six-year-olds rehearse for a Christmas pageant? <laughs> 0.5. Yeah, 0.5. You know how much they do? An hour a day. <laughs> She's like, we rehearse for an hour a day with six-year-olds. What, what six-year-old does anything for an hour a day? I don't know. I'm like, what is... And when you see the show, it fucking sucks. It stinks. If they rehearse for six hours a day, these kids six are hours a week. Har- Somebody's going to call Labor Canada on this. <laughs> it is brutal. I was so mad about this. Like, and these kids are actors, right? Like, they're cast, you know, they're playing kids. They want to be there. Yeah. They suck. And this is horrible. Yeah. You're right. Okay. No argument. <laughs> I like that you're like, yeah, sure. What are you trying to convince me of? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? It's a good... I don't good know. Play? But I just found it so absurd. Oh, all all right. I can think of is like, I just saw your finger paintings and they suck. Like, <laughs> all right, so we finally meet Mrs. Merkel. She's walking up the driveway and the sons try to pelt her with snowballs like they did the other housekeepers. <laughs> and he throws one right at her keister. Do you notice but, that? Yeah. <laughs> but she uh, she flips the script on him and she like <laughs> she like tricks him with this snow. Oh, right. Yeah. Snow at first, shower. At first she thinks she can't throw, but then you're like, no. Yeah. She can. Yeah. Did you, did you know what she says after that? Don't mess with the big dog. <laughs> her, her famous catchphrase from Everybody Loves Raymond. That's right. I remember when I bought that t-shirt at the mall with Doris Roberts' face that said, don't mess with the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. What is happening? Yeah. Oh, how old do you think Doris Roberts is in this movie? Like her real age. Um, 65. No. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. You know what? I'm rethinking your guessing on the age of the kids now. 78. 83. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's in That's good what shape. I mean. And they're running this bitch around the whole movie. Like, do this, cook that. I know she's miraculous, but holy shit. The beak is the worst. See, all right. The beak is mesmerized that Miss Miracle can control these kids. She gives minimal effort yeah. to control them. She pretends to be Super Nanny. Like, you know when the Super Nanny comes in the first episode? You ever seen that show? That sh- like, I could, no. I could guess to Paul never see that shit. Yeah, you never know. He's a person in culture. He knows things. No, I know that. But like, it's a British nanny comes to America to help people with American kids who are spoiled. Oh, that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I've seen see? it. Okay. The reality yeah. show. And so yeah, yeah. she's trying to like do that, right? She comes in and is like, okay, I'm going to do these Jedi mind tricks and get them to sit down or whatever, shit in the toilet. I don't know what they're not doing, but it bothered me. Okay, go ahead. And here's the thing. So earlier, with at the beginning montage, <laughs> at least with one- We're going one all the way the, back. No, <laughs> well, this is important. <laughs> This is important. <laughs> so important. <laughs> Twenty minutes to get to. <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they clearly have set a fire with one oh, of the. Oh, right. Uh, yes, you're yeah. right. This is actually. She comes out with. She comes out with a smoldering yeah. trash mm-hmm. can, right? And I and I, and I think if I if I were the beak. Uh, whatever his name is, Josh. No. Yeah, I like Josh. Josh. Let's say Josh. Yeah, we're like, what's another yeah. name for someone who doesn't celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Moshe. Yeah. <laughs> when Haim comes out of the house, <laughs> all three, all three, three of them. menorah. 
uh, he, uh, you think it you think it one day you'd say to her is like, whatever you do, don't let them near fire. Yeah, but Paul, and the first thing she does is is set a guy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one step further and say she should know that shouldn't even be a rule. It should be obvious. These kids are fucking maniacs, and you're a nanny. Uh, all right, Ken. Ken's face. He can't believe I'm this mad about this. I don't know why. You're as angry as I was with Kincaid's movie. And I was mad about that movie. That movie. She made so she makes them clean up, brush their teeth. Like, what was Beak doing with them? Brush their teeth? <laughs> right. He does not. And he's just like like throwing Listerine at their face. Like, <laughs> at its fine. Like gel packs are exploding. I. You're right. Like he does zero parenting. It's amazing these kids go to school with clothes every day. I mean, the premise would be that he has a different nanny every single day for the entire year. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They should be, like, using sticks to clean their teeth in the woods. Like Blair Witch Project. Oh, my God. The Guelph Witch Project. He's the... (laughs) This is a very important question I have. This is our new segment, Important Questions. Mrs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mrs. Merkel. I like that you're you're splitting the difference between Miracle and Merkel. You won't commit to either one. (laughs) Mrs. Merkel. Cousin of Angela? Oh, yeah. Cousin Angela of Angela? Merkel, German Chancellor. <laughs> it was a, all I could think about. It's a great <laughs> I know. Her, you're right. This is her American counterpart, <laughs> right? Or Canadian This is what she does. I want to see George W. Bush <laughs> come over and give Mrs. Merkel yeah. I, yeah. warm I, I, I will tell you right rug. now, I'm going to make it my mission to find a picture of Doris Roberts and George W. Bush. Yeah, I'm the, sure there's got to be one. I, I think lo- he was a guest star on, on Raymond. He probably was. I would love to see Doris Roberts in the German Bund, though, their legislative body to go in there. <laughs> Talk about nanny reform. <laughs> Housekeeper reform. Yeah, sorry. Housekeeper. I don't know whatever they call it there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so the uh, next day we're at the pageant. This was my craziest part of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and, and this, this I, I pose a question after this scene. <laughs> I like to hear announcing, calling your shot. <laughs> the teacher leading the pageant falls off the stage and hurts herself. You're right. Now I got a couple questions. This might be the craziest scene. You're right. The kids see her getting close to the edge. They don't say anything, which... All right, you know, I kind of understand. They don't know the repercussions. They're, they're all six, psychopaths, right? <laughs> right, but, but there's an she's adult, like a foot away. Adult yes. playing the piano. Sorry, the, yes. What is this sicko story? This is <laughs> the like, town without empathy. <laughs> yeah, right. This is just entirely nobody is, in this town can, this is, can imagine now, themselves now, in the place of another. Paul, it's a town run entirely by Anne Rand's objectivist philosophy. <laughs> there's no health care. There's no school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Now, 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 follow Mayor me. Mayor Rourke. Bear, bear with me on this. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So the, st- the teacher falls <laughs> off the stage. Okay. Now, Merkel set these wheel- this wheel in motion, right? Like she yeah, set- she's responsible. She made her fall off the stage so Reba can meet the beak. <laughs> she's okay? a sadist. Well, it's like the classic law school question, right? If you fire a bullet in the air and you're not trying to hurt someone, but it kills someone, you're still responsible for murder. Yes. She set in motion the chain of events. Now... Is she a good angel? Is she or an is angel? She a, a bat, or is she a demon? I mean, are we saying she's an angel in like the religious tradition or like the kind of common usage of angel? <clears throat> David Boreanaz. If we did, <laughs> if we did some research, I, I would assume macrame <laughs> if, or the when? Macomer, the the author. Be macrame. Macrame. I would assume <laughs> she's religious. That's almost as good as Mrs. Well, she's got that crystal around her neck. She's they, spiritual. Like the healing crystal? She's right. spiritual. Because they talk about Christmas, but she never specifically references Christianity or any kind of divine. Because I think, I think Debbie Maycomb are I so thought, conservative 
that they wouldn't allow her to be magical and Christian. Do you know what I mean? That would be like sacrilegious. And this Chris, this school, this town is is Bill O'Reilly's Wonderland because oh, they yeah. won the war on Christmas. They still get <laughs> yeah. to this have is where they had the victory. They, <laughs> they still get to have a Christmas pageant in this. Fuck it, we'll do it live. It's not a holiday pageant. There's no menorah. You see, no goddamn menorahs. No. Oh no. There's no. Uh, there's nothing but Kwanzaa. And we practice the, six hours a day. The most Jewish thing in movie is Vanderbeek. Yeah, really. Seth. 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 Seth Goldstein. They didn't tell you his last name. But. So this is this is a Bill O'Reilly Wonderland where nobody has empathy. That is a terrifying theme oh, park. God. That's a, that was my, that was my theory. I, I think she is an angel of the religious sense. That's what she's supposed to be. She's an archangel. You know they do talk about that. My religious with the, with the sword fighting. Oh yeah. So you know that what? is kind of religious. I wonder if the novel. Okay, this is sad. I wonder if the novel actually clarifies this issue, and the movie's supposed to be a little more like like the novel would be like in a Christian bookstore, but the movie has to be a little more ecumenical, like to bring people into watch. I don't it. know what that means. Like it, it, it's not going to be quite so narrowly conservatively Christian. It would just kind of like. Yeah, I don't think they. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I. I I would. I, you're right. I would guess the novel is much more. Christian yeah, like you, it's very clear that like she like emerges from a cloud and she shits gold. Whatever angels do. So this do. is the woman who falls off the stage. She's Kitty Genovese. Okay. Okay. <laughs> everyone stands by while she's horrendously murdered. By well, not everyone. The just the one crazy person. You know, it's yeah, a but myth, by the, the way. children are, are like are like indifferent New Yorkers in training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when they move to the big city of Guelph. <laughs> Guelph. <laughs> when they moved right? to Peter Brady, when they moved to, I, Ham- I talk when they moved day, to Hamilton, because <laughs> those are rough streets. The Hamilton Mustangs from Youngblood. <laughs> yeah, right. they're gonna see Swayze. We're off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring it back. And I actually have one more thing, Ken. Okay, that we missed. So when she comes into the house and she's mad about the food, Mrs. Mrs. Merkel. Yeah, she comes in and is like, "Oh, gravy! I knew it was gravy. Good for you." What the fuck is that? She, it's like her special talent. She can smell food and know what it is. Great. You're a human being. I, I love your anger today. She It's, it's just, a long day with your parents. As we say, this is a rich text. Yeah, right. But like, so she's magical or angelic. She's an angel. And she has, she okay, she's an angel. And she has Thank powers. You. And one of her powers is to walk in a room and to smell food and know what it is. Now- but what if she gets the name right, but it's it's red it's red sauce, and, but it, she oh, thinks, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. said, it's gravy. So like classic it is gravy. New Jersey Italian, yeah, right? right? Like she thinks it's ragu. It's actually marinara, but it's gravy. It's prego. <laughs> it's in there. That's right. I don't, I've lost my notes. <laughs> we're, we're seven minutes in now. So the takeover for the the teacher that was kind of attempted murder by Mrs. Merkel. Reba is convinced to take over the pageant since she has theater experience. Well, convinced is a strong word. Like she's forced. Yeah, she, they, they're like she manipulates. She kind of gets swept up in the Bill O'Reilly Christmas Town and decides <laughs> to do it at the one scene when she's looking out of her condo in downtown Guelph. When you think of joy and children, you think Bill O'Reilly, yeah, a family man. I there think, isn't like a high school musical director who could fill in. No, Paul. It, this is the smallest town ever where no one knows anything. Well, it's, it's a combined middle school and high school is what I got out of it. An elementary school. Oh, really? No. <laughs> I was like, did I, did I miss that? But that's sad that it could have been true. Yeah. Can, so, did anyone else feel like Beak and Mrs. Miracle might fuck? <laughs> there's these moments where she's like kind of flirting no, with she, them. No, she's laying it on thick. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, she's only 65 years old. Yeah, that's right. And Beak is, I don't know, Paul, how do you think Beak is? Yeah, this is a better question. <laughs> I should this write is my, a question I need the answer I should to. write this answer down and slide it again. Yeah, yeah, let's do it that way. All right, you write down what you think he's going to say. Okay. And you think about, don't think too hard, though. You know, doors is like just throw me to bed like, and I'll, and I'll write like it on I'm my after, like I'm postmenopausal. 
There's no regrets. Yeah, she's you know. Not, what's not, the worst that happens? She gets AIDS. I'm not like, going to trap. I'm not going to entrap you. <laughs> In 2000, he's 32. <laughs> Would you write that? 36. 31. <laughs> I know he's our age, so that yeah. would have been so he's eight years ago. Thirty, thirty-one. Okay, so. yeah. All right, so you're not bad. Yeah, right, you're, you're, yeah, it's a pretty good guess. He's not wearing as much makeup as uh, as Mrs. Merkel. Are you sure? <laughs> he's wearing a lot of makeup. Of course he is, but you know. But every time she's talking to him, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Oh, it's like you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like he's gonna wake up and she's gonna be staring at his face. <laughs> All right, so Rita, of course, weird cloud face, Greece, <laughs> help out. Now it could have been my YouTube copy of this movie. But is Reba a little cross-eyed? Because I know the beak's a little cross-eyed. So if okay. they have a kid, would it be straight-eyed? I think we watched the same copy because I wrote down his beak cross-eyed. Okay. <laughs> and I think, Re- I think Reba's a little cross-eyed. But it, so if they... What if they're... Okay. I have a genetics question. Does it like cancel out? Yeah. So if they have a kid, but they're, each of their different eyes are crossed... Right. Does it go shoot straight? Do they get a full cross-eyed baby? Or does it constantly <laughs> look like Luke at the Death Star? It's constantly <laughs> like this. <laughs> Stay on target. I, I can't I'm not a scientist I can't answer that okay any uh, biologists out there can help us out email us <laughs> cyberpoicepodcast at gmail and this is also again where the, the tone veers wildly she falls off the stage it's hilarious she has a concussion hilarious <laughs> slapstick hilarious traction my dead wife dead stop like, yeah. like we're back to the dead wife like I don't know what I'm supposed to feel all I want to feel, all I want to do is feel, Ken. So, Mrs. Miracle, she's just the creep. She's like constant. She's watching the pageant. She gives Reba some help in getting acquainted with the kids. Nobody's watching these kids. Who's in charge yeah, of the school? That's the thing, right? She shows up in this room. The kids are just running yeah. like around like maniacs. No one's there. Yeah, there's they, nobody. in That charge. lady cracks her head, and they're like, "Well, we'll just leave these kids in here until we come back. <laughs> just lock the doors." <laughs> like Joe Clarkson charge. <laughs> Fair East Side. I, what I don't get. Oh God! And they convince this woman Reba to, to run the pageant, and she acts like it's a huge decision. Like, what if I'm not the travel agency? How people get their all inclusive sandals packages? Like, they'll go online like every other fucking well, and, person. And, and, and yet she has like an employee, yeah, in, in the office who never takes note of anything happening in the office. Like, someone could be. Yelling at her, yeah. and they. Pay she no had that attention. phone call. She just hangs right. up. She could have just passed it to the other lady. What? What is? What is that? Her worker salary? Oh, hourly? No, like for the year. Oh, for the year in Canadian or American dollars? Canadian. We'll see. That's thirty thousand loonies. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Does so she Canadian. even make twenty grand? No, no. We're okay. talking like. But remember, free healthcare. So you, the benefits are hard to figure out in America. The she taxes make, are much higher. I still think you're right. You What's come her out take ahead. home? <laughs> Right. It's sad it's not the first time we've had this conversation. <laughs> I know. Every week. It makes me laugh. She works on commission. Yeah, right. So zero. So she makes zero. 15. And, uh, Do you want to take a train trip to see the Hamilton Lightning? <laughs> it's a half an hour and you get to stay at a day's end. The Beak uh, doesn't want the, qu- the kid to ask any questions about the wife. So Paul's theory of murder. Yeah. And they're bringing Kinda the heavy shit. Out. He walks in the door like, what happened to mom? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. did you hear something? Beak goes to the boys to pick up the boys at the pageant. He finally meets Reba. Reba immediately likes the Beak. <laughs> but, but it also has a, a, a I swear to God, she's got, she's got a boner for this, this was shit. Also caused, that, also caused by Mrs. Merkel. Dude, the, <laughs> That, I would, that part I after he falls where they go back to the house <laughs> is bonkers. I wouldn't walk for weeks. Like, this is the clip I had for Kyle. I don't think we have it. It shows everything you need to know about this movie, okay? So we have the shitheads, the boys, just con- like making fun of him, Vanderbeek for falling. Beak 
is not even trying in this scene. No. He's like, hey, hey, you guys think it's funny? You think it's funny? You <laughs> think like it's a, funny? You're right. He's like I'm an like, animated skeleton. It, it, it's terrible. And you know what? It sounds like we're shitting on him. He's not, I don't think he's a bad actor I, in I think the he, overall. But, right. I think but he's he not trying. was not trying at all. And, and he has to be cast correctly. It's almost just like that was where he realized he wasn't going to be a star anymore. Yeah, and he's like, I need and the he's paycheck. Like, oh, he's like reverse Cincinnati Herald. Guelph for the next three weeks <laughs> filming this piece of shit. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like how Cincinnati Herald is that guy in every movie and he's yeah. great at it. Beak is like trying to find that and he can't. No. And he feels dead inside. He needed Mrs. Miracle for real. <laughs> I Mer- mean, Merkel. Merkel. We all need it. Did you notice what Beak's dead wife's name was? Do you, wa- do you want to guess? It's based on the names in the movie already. So we have Reba, yeah. Seth, Vicky. No, I missed that. Just what would a woman's name be, do you think? Florence. Great guess. You're very close. Florence a little more off. Her name was Pamela. Carol. Okay. What year is this? Yeah. It did is you, Canada. Did you did we know one Pamela. Pam in high school? No, I knew one in college though. All right. That's one. That was upstate New York. Yeah, that's true. It's practically Canada. Yeah. Older sister. And you're older than me, so that's like a hundred. I I one 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 friend's what, older sister. No. Reba does no. No. Yeah, yeah. So she's like ten Do years old. All right. So the next day, the beak bumps into Regi- uh, Reba Regis. I, I wish Regis was in this. <laughs> Why and not? It would make as much sense as anything. In the Reba at the travel agency. He's interested in a vacation, and she wants to send them to Florida. But is he interested in a vacation? No, of course he's not. He's going over there just to talk to her. Okay. She could have said anything. She could have said Pakistan. He'd be this- like, "Oh, that sounds lovely." <laughs> There's a lot of. There's a lot of yeah. weather there. Yeah. The fuck does that mean? Oh, let me get my Pakistan brochure. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls it out. It's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I love to, like, you're right. It's a movie. They could have said anything. Like, why Florida? Why is that funny? It's not even funny. Is this where everyone goes? Is it? Well, he is an old Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Miami it is. Oh, Boca, Len- here we go. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> so the beak asks are out. He accepts. I mean... <sighs> Beak. I have another note here. I'm still not sure if Mrs. Miracle is an angel or a demon. Oh, I love to it. He says, I want to go on vacation for my boys. <laughs> like, as if it's been such a burden to take care of them. Like his you boys? Know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Or his boys. I want to take my sons on a sex tour to Thailand. Do we have yeah. a brochure for that? <laughs> it's just like a laminated brochure with a Thai lady boy on it. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> All right, so the the beak takes takes her on a date to a, uh, the new Greek restaurant in town. When I think Guelph, I think Greek cuisine. Greek. <laughs> Not only is it Greek cuisine, it's her favorite. How does she know? Because I never had a Greek restaurant before this right. one opened up, and it, it could have been open in town this whole time, and no one knew because no one talks to each other about anything no. in town. Or or rather, we got it confused. This is it's like it's new Greek cuisine, like new American. What is that? What do you think reading? that means? <laughs> Yeah, what would be new Greek rather than yeah. old Greek? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. How does she know what a good chicken gyro is? Get spenicopita and a spenicopita. I like the way you went. With, <laughs> that, that was off the rails. <laughs> Don't understand. Oh I, oh, I love Greek food. It's my why favorite. Why can't they just they say one restaurant? Why of can't they just say let's go get pizza? Like, why do they have to pretend or just say anything a normal person would say? Right. No, like, I like your tzatziki sauce, which I believe is a quote from this movie. That's what she said. She's yeah. like, I love anything with tzatziki sauce. There's one thing that has it. Ken, if every person named Reba I've ever met loves Greek food. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
That's my catchphrase. I know. It's catchy. <laughs> You're not wrong. Reba loves Greek. She does. I I, I, I knew you would be obsessed with, with <laughs> that. It, they like Greek food. I just, it was insane to me. And then they go to the restaurant. It doesn't even look like a Greek restaurant. No, there's no blue. There was no blue there. <laughs> it's not like Opa. There's no shit no. going on. There's no guy with a mustache. No. There's nothing. Ugh. There's only Frank. All right, so Beak's putting on the full court press. For being out of the game, he does really well. I thought, like, they made him, like, very Yeah, that was the first time we see them being, like, like, acting well. So, well... (laughs) For lack of a better word. I cannot wait to get your guys' reaction to this part. Well, on the date, we find out Beak used to play the piano during silent movies in college. (sighs) What? What? (laughs) What a pussy magnet. This is... (laughs) The Charlie Chaplin School of the Arts. Well, yeah, he played yeah. it for Jazz Singer, where the guy we wears blackface. Oh, my God. I don't, again, like this movie, as you pointed out, well, it's timeless. Like, it's just like these are characters that never existed or only existed in like some vague past era. He used to be an organ grinder. <laughs> right, exactly. The on the he, quad. he could have been in vaudeville. <laughs> and, I have no and, idea. And even worse, Reba says she went to that theater. No hot girl is going to that theater. No. So she knows about the theater and she knows about the Greek restaurant, but she doesn't. She well, college. They went to college yeah. in Guelph, y- University and, of, and never no. met each other. Right. The Guelph Storm. But she's never. But she thing. doesn't know how his her, his wife died. But she knows all this other stuff about town. I heard about the Christmas pageant. Well, did of, you? My wife died. I didn't know that. One of my best friends from college is from Guelph, so I'll ask him if he knows. Actually, these my, my former advisor in college, he teaches at the University of. I, I dated a lady we from have a Guelph. Guelph connection. That sounds like a like a like a Canadian uh, limerick. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a woman from Guelph. <laughs> Oh it was funnier how I would finish it, but... So, we find out he stopped playing piano the day his wife was murdered, died, whatever. Yeah, because uh, he was murdering her. Yeah. Because he, 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 physi- <laughs> he physically, physically piano can't play it anymore. Just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we prove later you can. That's what it sounds like when he plays. <laughs> Just bang- it's a drum. Well, he, he, had pl- he had plenty of time to move the yeah. evidence. I think he left her in there. Yeah, who cares? There's no police in this town. So, the next day, the agency uh, that uh, the Beak was calling to hire a new housekeeper... And finds out <laughs> finds out Mrs. Merkel didn't come from the employee agency, so he confronts. Yeah, he's very easy to let this woman in his house too. Like, because in any other and, and and this has been and this has been of course foreshadowed the oh yeah the calling and leaving message or whatever and. and in any other lifetime movie, she would have killed his family. Like that would have been the lesson: don't let yeah. this person in your right. house. So Miss Miracle gives him references and she and says she works for the Paradise Valley Agency. You know why? Because she's from heaven. Oh, God. She's an angel. (laughs) (laughs) She is. I feel like Debbie Maycomber is taking over your body. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Hey, it's got to be better being her. Yeah, that's for sure. We'll find out during Celebrity Net Worth. Because it couldn't be the Paradise. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. If Duff McKagan sent Mrs. Miracle to this house, she would have been two hours late. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice piece of business, Ken. I, I I I laughed and I applaud you. <laughs> the kids in this pageant are terrible. They're terrible singers. You would think they get better actors for this movie. Are you talking about the actual performance or the rehearsal? The rehearsal. Okay, because I have stuff before we get to the performance. I oh yeah, make sure. yeah. Okay. No, we're at the when they're practicing. Remember, she's trying to teach that little girl to sing. She sounds like she's like this low singing. Like fucking pronunciate. And Ken, keep and in Reba's mind, low. you're doing a great job. No, not everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> You're doing a terrible job, and you need to learn how to do a better job. Everybody gets a trophy in Right. Here's the thing. This is what really makes me sad. She's been practicing, I don't know, six hours a week for months. 
And this is how good she sings. Get that kid in a speech class. What the fuck was that lady doing who fell off the stage? She's probably, a, she's a dullard. She deserved a concussion. I hope her brain spilled out of her head. I hate her. Well, they said she'd only been doing it for five <laughs> yeah. years. So. She's zero experience. She's 57 she's years old. She's almost as old as Doris Roberts. years old. I don't know, 89 <laughs> right, somewhere, years old. Yeah. She's only she's, been doing But the thing is, she's years, been training so. those same kids from age one to six for the pageant, too. <laughs> one? They're like veal. Just for this day. <laughs> <laughs> they're in little tiny cages they're like, singing and dancing. Yeah, they're like, they only slide like a microphone. <laughs> they slide a little microphone in there. Yeah, they, the tiniest little wings on. Like, I'm an angel. More food pellets. Oh. oh my God. It's insane. Uh, all right, so the beak invites Reba over for dinner to the house on Sunday. Uh, Mrs. Merkel takes the boys to the movies so they could be alone. She wants the beak to go to Poundtown, like on day two. <laughs> but well, can you blame either one of them? They clearly have been laid since whatever these no. tragic events were. So five years, six years. It, well, but also, she says, "I want to come over and meet Mrs. Miracle." The point of the dinner was, to yeah, just- and then she fucking jets and goes see Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so they, mad. I'm not, I'm, they, I got that wrong. They go see Young Blood. <laughs> it's the only movie that plays. <laughs> Guys, the new, J- J- the new Jason movie is out. We're going to take the kids. No, no, no. They were oh, right. see At the silent the movie theater. They were like, you know what kids love? Silent they want silent movies that are four hours long. About Well, there's no piano because the beak's at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just silent. You don't know what it is? It's just... Watching that baby carriage bounce down the It's just a Casio on, on, on the automatic setting. It just plays that song over and over. <laughs> My, oh, oh my god I'd watch like, that movie a memory though. came flooding back yeah. so my dad uh, he plays the piano a little bit and for Christmas one year like the family chipped in and got him a big like a big keyboard oh, yeah. like early 90s played on the demo song <laughs> Opposites Attract by Paula Abdul <laughs> oh, come on I swear to god He still has it. Why did no one give that? <laughs> oh yeah, right. To exactly. Would have loved it. So, Paul, you don't know. This last week we talked extensively about mall organ stores. Oh, <laughs> right. We, oh, we had. Yeah. A, this is where we had a lot of questions. But this plays into the same thing, right? This is thought of as like a special gift. Yeah. How did those stores? All right. We, we talked yeah, a lot about how those we stores. Can't, we can't do this right. again. We can't do how organ stores. I want you to make listen to. Do you remember do. that the one in Tom? I do remember at the Ocean County Mall. Had t-shirts. Oh, I don't know the said, t-shirts. What? Yeah, they did. They said, we have big organs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, all right. I like a good play on <laughs> I mean, words. I mean, you got to make money on t-shirts because you're not selling enough fucking organs. Who's buying organs? I guarantee they made more money on t-shirts than organs. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I bought a Yamaha electric guitar at that same Oh, that's store. where you got the guitar? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. All right. I enough. noticed you didn't buy an organ. <laughs> No, well, you can afford a fucking organ. Exactly. I, mean, I yeah. can afford a $79 Yamaha He was also guitar. like, I want to meet girls. <laughs> like, right. Come over and I don't see my organ. So, so give me the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw in a t-shirt, will you? <laughs> yeah. Give me some sexual innuendo with this guitar. All right. So we get the uh, lifetime montage of Reba becoming a part of their life. We get another lunch scene with Reba and her mom. Appears that uh, Reba's sister has either banged or ran away with Reba's fiance. Yes. Cute as Beyonce. And that's why they're not talking. The mom, of course, takes the sister side, 
The, it, the, and that scene was the most realistic. Yes, that that was very grounded. Where that woman it, can it's act. just like, oh, your sister's totally in the wrong, but I like her better. I'm going to take her side. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I felt like the mom was the most realistic character in the whole she movie, was. except for the little kids who were total shits. That was very realistic. Yeah, Reba confirms her sister ran away with the fiance day before their wedding. By the way, talk, yeah, no shit. <laughs> right, and they're acting like her to get over it. I took her side. I was like, fuck right, you. Yeah. So the Beak invites uh, Reba to spend Christmas with the family. Like, she wants to spend fucking Christmas with those two bratty kids. Jesus. The next scene is uh, Reba and the Beak shopping. Did you notice where they were shopping? Of course I did, Ken. They are at Hoback Sports. <laughs> do you want to know whether Hoback Sports is a real store? Yeah, I do. It is. <laughs> is it? It's a... Canadian exclusive? No, it's a Colorado chain. Okay. So what happened was we're in the middle of the podcast at... Bossman Studios and had the first power outage in like since Hurricane Gloria. <laughs> what was the last one we had? Stronger than the shore, whatever that yeah, one was. Since 1986. <laughs> so we had stronger a- than the shore. <laughs> it's not at all what that was. Stronger than the shore was the well, stronger than the storm. You're not stronger than the shore. Oh, you're right. Yeah. We're We're try- the I don't hurricane- look down the shore, so I don't really. Yes, yeah, so you don't remember either. Sandy, it's as dumb as me. Superstorm yeah. Sandy. <laughs> Superstorm. <laughs> So what happened was we had a power outage, and like I swear to God, like there's a monitor, and they used to happen all the time. But after that, they like repaired a bunch of stuff, and we have not had one since. Yeah, and uh, the power actually came back on at like one o'clock. So oh wow, they, so you, it was a few hours. Didn't yeah, hang out. Paul is no longer with us, unfortunately. But it's R.I.P. Fun. 1971 <laughs> to 2017, <laughs> which we were so close to like the almost the end. He almost made it to Celebrity Net Worth, which I'm sure he was dying to play. Yeah, of course, because who would be right? So we go back upstairs, and my wife was sleeping because we waited till like 10:30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm like getting ready to go to bed, and she goes, "You know why that happened?" I'm like, "Oh no, why?" She's like, "Doris Roberts didn't like how that podcast was going." <laughs> So this proves my point more that she's an angel or a demon. Yeah, I think that's part of what I'm trying to say is that she uses her powers not for good, mostly. Like, she's mischievous. I, she is. She's a trickster god. She is. And I don't, but that's why I don't think she's an angel. Because an angel would just be good. That's what an angel is. She's like, she's like an angel that likes hijinks. That is a stretch <laughs> for me. That's, that's, that's not an angel. That's a, that's like a, that's a devil or a demon. <laughs> a demon is like paranormal activity. These are all paranormal. These are not. These are not based like in the, the real world. Par- well, says you, <laughs> right? But okay, so you're, now say, you're arguing angels it said based on a true story in the beginning. No, it. Didn't. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I honestly was like, holy shit. Deborah Macrame does not believe in <laughs> this happened. Deborah Macrame. <laughs> um. All right. I, so um, I, I, I say angel. You say demon. Fair enough. It's so, probably somewhere in between. Yeah, she's a human. Like most things. She's a human being. <laughs> right. She's a changeling. <laughs> Some kind of shapeshifter. <laughs> so where we left, we left off at Hoback Sports, which there couldn't be a better place to go back to. Yeah, Hoback Sports based in Denver, Colorado. Right. For some reason in a movie based in Canada, but also set not in Canada, right? I don't know where it's They set. never really say, no. do they? Okay. It could have been Colorado. I guess that's true. I guess maybe that makes sense. All right, so now we're back in Mudbutt Studios, so we change of venue, like a two-part episode. Almost. Yeah, so we'll see what, you know, the acoustics, if they change. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're funnier at your house. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely well, off the more off the rails. Well, I know yeah. that. Having my brother there definitely threw a wrench in thing. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, but for sure. Just nonsense. Pure nonsense. But I, I was trying to steer the Titanic, and it was, it was just not yeah, happening. You, I, <laughs> And you like to stay up. Like, I, you do I it with do. me. I'm like, I have to go back all the time when you're talking. <laughs> you're like, all right. And then when I'm like, wait a minute. 
But to be fair, I am engineering and reading my notes. And you're, that is true. You're, you know, which is why it helps that you steer the ship. All right. So we're back at Holdback Sports, and uh, Reba and the Beak run in- <laughs> It's another show that should be made. Re- <laughs> Reba and the Beak run into Vicky, Reba's sister. So it's really awkward. Uh, Reba's sister and her husband. Yeah. Do- I forgot his name. Come on. You can guess it without even knowing is it. Jeff? It. Doug. Oh, yeah. He looks such like a Doug. It was, I was like, it finally. It is in Canada. Yeah. If I, it's Doug Wade. It was strange. <laughs> he looked like shit. I thought it was so funny. Like, when I saw his face, he goes, here's my husband, Doug. Well, of course like, his name is Doug. He's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just holding a cup of Tim Hortons. Uh. <laughs> did you so, know that Tim Hortons, they have gravy for the fries? I did. I, I listened to Dope. It's just oh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> when I heard that, I was like... What? Because they don't have it I here. Did. No, they don't. Well, there's only a couple left. There's one there's... right by my office. Yeah, I was, was yeah. going to go check. They're, they're only like in Midtown Manhattan and yeah. like two other places. Yeah, the one in the one by my office is not good. Unfortunately. No, they're not good. That's no, the problem. Stink. Well, Wendy's bought them in like the late 90s or early 2000s and opened a bunch. Of, so they were only in Ohio. You could get them all over Ohio and they were good. Like I, I drove some mm. somewhere, maybe my brother's wedding or something, and it was great. Yeah. Like it was really good. You know what it is? They have they don't even fresh brew the coffee. It's like push button coffee. Mm. And then it, it's so the one in near my office is so weird. It's a Tim Hortons slash like soup Nazi chain. Like the guy that oh made the soup yeah Nazi, yeah yeah. They're like it's like so you can get soup and a donut. What a weird. <laughs> it's an odd. You can dunk, you can dunk your donut in your chowder. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> So we run into uh, Vicky and and Doug. Uh, Reba is just like not having any of it, and and like Vicky is obviously like sor- sorry, sorry. She's like, I'm so sorry about what I've done. Yeah, she's very upset, and like I felt bad for like she did a good job. Yeah, like, I, I felt, felt like again, right like she's away. like in a different movie though. She's like in an actual like Lifetime movie where she's like being seriously, right? You know what I mean? She's like committing. Yeah, and, and like she's got to deal with these two cross-eyed momos. <laughs> She's like opposite Beak. Like Beak is floating in and she's just like, yeah, she's doing she's like really a streetcar named Desire. Like, right. It's, <laughs> yeah. and, right. What, uh, and what I love about this movie, it's called Mrs. Miracle. She's not She's not in the fucking movie for at least a half an hour. No. Like we're in Hoback Sports. I, I wrote that. It'd been 20 minutes since she'd been in the movie. I mean, she's really aged at this point. Like how many days do you think she could film in this That's movie? a good point. But Two? they make it seem like, well, I have a point about that in a minute, but he, okay. uh, agreed. Agreed. I mean, she's a 65-year-old I know. I was going to say. your brother. <laughs> Pep in her step. Fucking, what I love about him, that's how he's like my dad, just oblivious to like basic details. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say like go shoot way high, like nine. Yeah, right. I did too because right? she looks old. That's she is that, old. That, that according to Social Security, couldn't even retire yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even collecting pension. Yeah, I. He's insane. So uh, Reba storms out of Hoback Sports. And later that night, Beak is like trying to get her to like make up. Be like, look, he she seems really sorry, and she's just like, "Fuck you, I'm out." What I what I this is actually I think the best part of the movie in the the most well made part because this is where they're not connecting and they both have issues and they're not listening. It felt like a real relationship. Yeah, like they're just yeah. talking at each other yeah, well, and no one's listening. What about you? We're not talking about. Me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But what about you? <laughs> right. Yeah, it, that actually was pretty good. And and I swear in this scene, he says Reba eighteen times. <laughs> it is. It, it's, it's so distracting. It's, it is. I, I, I really just wanted a, like a pitch count click. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been it would have been less distracting if it just went like, just like or like a like a chicken or it's like a, she's leaving. He's like Reba, 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 Reba. Oh, piece of shit. <laughs> All right. So crazy scene in this movie coming up and they like, oh, I have it. I have it queued up today. So if you need it. You can let which, me know which one, Oh no oh. That, Not that one with the beak But we could Yeah but if you want to go to this one I'm Oh okay so If you know I, where I it is I don't know if we I, I don't know where it is I don't think we need to watch it but Okay Basically we're at the supermarket And the piano player That watched the woman Fall to her demise Oh yeah 
fucking wins this like supermarket uh, contest. It's so why con- are they rewarding this woman? It's so convoluted. Like what they're trying to get her out so Beak is in, right? right? Okay, fine. She's Mrs. Miracle. And I guess it has to be positive because she's Mrs. Miracle. You know what I mean? Like, Even though she just let a woman fall off a stage. Right. Exactly. This is my point that she's not an angel. This is exactly my point. She just, on a whim, decides something. Right. And it wasn't even like there was a banner. <laughs> Willy-nilly. I, right. So the store's not prepared for this. She she does magic. And now suddenly the store's prepared for this? <laughs> she rolls a 20-sided die and suddenly... <laughs> Well, the the even the cashier was just like, "Oh, you're our millionth customer." Like, yeah, wouldn't you be ready like, for that? Holy fucking shit! Like, you were, like, if it was a big deal, wouldn't the store be ready for that? You work in retail. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you be like, "We're setting this up. We're promoting it. Get people in the store." Yeah, they'd it's, be like the publisher's clearinghouse people, like hiding behind the door, <laughs> waiting to come out. <laughs> Scare the shit out of this old lady. Yeah, <laughs> this evil piano teacher. Uh, I that blew my mind because I was like. It, well, did, I, I tried to see the name of the store, but I didn't get it. Did you? No. Okay. Shit. I'll have to go back and look. I was hoping it would be something. Are there like... I don't know if they just went... I think they just cut into the Oh, maybe, of maybe. The store. Are there Canadian grocery store chains? I assume <laughs> sure there are. are. <laughs> That's interesting. They have ketchup potato chips there. I know oh, my that. God. So good. They actually have a much better variety of potato chips. They do. Chips. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't know why. I think because of poutine, like they, they're very potato-based people, and they like... <laughs> They, they like the different flavors. Like the Irish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no Irish in America. <laughs> I know. But, well, they like, but it's not as widespread. Like, they like their salty snacks. We like our salty snacks, but we yeah. like them a variety, right? Like, right. We like Takis. We like Fritos. doesn't yeah, matter. They, they're just like, we want potato chips of every possible flavor. Right. Like, do they even have any of that stuff? I'm talking about it like it's like it's Earth 2. Like, <laughs> it's just like a completely different world. Uh, well, yeah. So, like. And not only does is she lets her like cut in line like yeah she sets the whole thing up I, it drove me crazy so agreed, agreed. so uh, now they need a piano player and like do we know anybody that plays the piano well no we don't no, exactly <laughs> like how good is he I don't know we don't even know if the piano works can so, he play piano on a piano other than the one his wife is buried in? <laughs> I don't know hmm. that seems magical to me so Reba asked the beak to play and he just says he says no like it's it was great. It's, his sons are in the pageant. I know. He's like, he already has to go to this fucking thing. He's like, no, and then gets mad at her. But this is what I mean about them working out their shit. I know. He's just so, imp- it's so stubborn. Oh, these guys in every one of these movies, like this is a consistent theme now, men who do not change. She knows one person that's going to, that could play the piano. One. Okay, I wrote down, this is a one horse town. Like they don't know anything. She doesn't know about the dead thing. He doesn't know about the divorce thing or whatever. They don't know anybody who plays an instrument. But they're putting on a fucking musical. And then when you get there, it's like fucking Hamilton. The people are just going ape shit oh, for yeah. it. Right. Like it makes no sense. So like then they just so basically they they kind of break up, I guess, or like go their separate ways in a way. Yeah, like, they, that's the thing. They didn't really give it. They like, have a fight and they just. I kind of wish she got like, well, this is over. Like that would have made it right. more real to me. So uh, Reba, as she's leaving the travel office late again, like, what is she doing? Why is she working so late? Travel never sleeps. <laughs> it's Wall Street Three. She, she, she runs into Mrs. Merkel and, and and Mrs. Merkel convinces her to make up with her sister in like five seconds. Okay, so here's something that I noticed at this point in the movie. If you just change this movie slightly, it's a Twilight Zone episode. Like where you where like at the very end they reveal they're they're all dead and they're in this town. Like, I the, like that. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something so weird about it that like the people behave strangely. They're like they're simpletons. I mean, I'm not Rod Serling, so I don't know what the twist is, but there's a twist. But they're just so dumb. Yeah, like that they that they are like um like a Mars colony, right? And they're being cultivated as human beings on a human farm. What did you eat for dinner last but night? They- <laughs> 
did I eat for dinner last night? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. But like, sorry. So I did. I did my special treat. I do for myself on Fridays, which is I use my movie pass. I saw a movie. Would you see? I saw a Disaster Artist. Oh, okay, I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, it's a little overrated, though. I, I right. mean, it's. It's overrated gr- like uh, I thought like Get Out was a little overrated or yes okay like good like definitely enjoyable but like really, oh, yeah really well like, calm down like really well made everybody in it is good yeah. like it's a good idea mm-hmm. just like but it's it is what it is okay but still hilarious because it's about the room so right, it's absurd sure. you know so is that like your treat or do you get snacks at your no at your Ken, this is my treat is not over so I go so I go to Clifton I go to the movie theater for the movie pass mm-hmm. so I see my, my one movie for the day that's so so I've already paid for itself I go to Chevy's yeah I have I've, a grande margarita I've been there and I have whatever shitty thing I can that makes me feel good so I don't have to feel my feelings yep and then I go grocery shopping where do you go to the stop and shop right there I do it all in the, the plaza because nice. that's a that's a hectic parking lot you know it, it's gotten so much better I don't know what oh, happened yeah. they must open something nearby because it's, it's it will be in the coming weeks with yeah. Christmas but really like, was when we used to live there oh yeah we used to go there all the time because it was like literally could almost walk there yeah. Christina, and it was a shit show yeah, yeah I believe it oh you know what they did they repaved the AMC parking lot Oh, so okay. it's actually it, there's a lot more spots all too. Right. So like the whole all the stuff that there was reaches, just like so anyway back to the podcast. The prices aren't as good as Shoprite, but it's convenient. Okay, right. So um, <laughs> oh back to so the podcast. So Reba Reba makes up with her sister. They show a brief scene. Beak also has a change of heart and uh, decides to tell the kids about their mother. Finally, like these kids finally get to learn about their. Yeah, mother. they're only nine years old. Right, like. I, uh, yeah, and they and they're like, oh great! They, there's yeah. no nobody has emotions except for they Certainly do, but they not don't. Yeah, but again, it's just so here's He's the other a husk in this movie. <laughs> just an emotional husk. Just what I so here's the question about Mrs. Miracle: Is she so powerful mm-hmm. that she can manipulate individual emotions even when she's not there? Meaning, can she make these kids feel no, okay? I don't think she can manipulate emotions. What what's, what Mrs. Miracle does? I think I have the explanation. Okay. What Mrs. Merkel does is she gives you all the tools and puts you in the situations to make the the decision the proper decision, but she doesn't make you do it. Right, but she makes it impossible to not do it. I don't because, like, to me, it seems like but he ma- could have just not told them about their mother. I guess, and she could have not made Reba make up. With I'm her just sister. not sure that what she did was better for those kids. Like at a certain point, well, she gets a she gets a, a woman in their lives which they desperately need. Do they? I think they do. I think Beak desperately needed it. I don't think well, those kids gave a shit. Yeah. Well, they shit on every every nanny, right? Not not housekeeper, nanny. <laughs> right. it, it seemed like well, maybe it's just like like the trickle down. Like if if she if she fixes the Beak, then the kids will okay. I, I, I think because I I see what you're saying. That's a very compelling argument. I just she's not like Bewitch where she, or like or right, but that's how it feels sometimes. Where it's like fucking we're we're she's, she's using telekinesis. To, you I know. don't think she does that. She does the fucking bell and the falling off the stage. Like, but that's just she's like, moving the person with her mind. Not, Why so. did she fall off the stage then? I think she she like um uh, suggests. But how do you suggest someone fall off a stage backwards? Like she's just like she doesn't say like she doesn't like push her in her mind like. Fire starter. Well, no, it'll be too obvious to throw her off. You, what you say she has an invisible lasso like Wonder Woman, and she yeah, pulls no, her off the stage. I, I think it's more like you know, keep going. It's fine in her mind, but she's still doing it in her mind. I I think that 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 one doesn't make sense. You're okay, right. fine. But I just want I want to be clear. But, it's but not the, consistent. The, I, it's, right, it's not. But the ones okay. with the beak, like she's like, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, this is what I mean. Though. Like family. This like, is where the director Michael Scott is fucking up. <laughs> third brother of the Scott family. I just heir to the toilet paper fortune. I just 
it really bothered me it was inconsistent. Just pick one. It's fine. It's all nonsense. It's all made up. Right. So just pick one and go with it. Alright. Alright, fine. Yeah, fuck you. It's finally night of the big pageant. <laughs> Uh, Reba's family goes to this piece of shit like what do they care and she's like well sorry we don't have a piano player and the fucking beak of course is playing the piano and he walks out and they clap like it's fucking Elton John they go (laughs) ape shit like oh my god it's, it's the guy yeah, with the dead wife. I mean, it's for you just that we didn't know about Benny and the Jets. What are you doing <laughs> there? Dun, dun. Dun. <laughs> the kids are like, "What?" Yeah, Jesus and the Christ. <laughs> so the so uh, they go through this pageant where the the kids are. Well, I know you want to talk about this. Miss Miracle teaches the kids about like Archangel, Archangel Michael and how he's like a swordsman. Yeah, like anybody knows that in the in the audience. Like these but this are is, playing with Nerf swords. But this is the Debbie Maycomber thing where in the book this is like super part of it. Like they're right. learning about the angels and it's very Jesus-y sure. or Christian-y. Yeah. Whereas here they're just they picking, like hover on Yeah, the here they're just here. picking up the fun parts like swords and angels. Right. But aren't the archangels like can't they also be bad? Yeah. Right. So this, why would they fight? Right. This is what I think she is. She's an archangel then. Okay. I, I could settle for that. Okay. Uh, given that neither one of us know what we're talking right. about. Right. <laughs> And you had, I mean, but, I have more of a background. To be fair, you had years of Catholic school that right. I don't have, but, you know. I, I grew up in North Jersey, so I'm practically Catholic. <laughs> right, exactly. So the Beak and Reba, they make up, decide to be together. Mrs. Merkel tells the family, basically, she has to go because she has to go and help other families. So, two things. Mm-hmm. One, these people are losers in this town. They all go to this as five-year-olds. If right. you don't have kids in this, why would you go? To yeah, any? you're just a creep. Have you ever done that in your life? I wouldn't go if I had kids. Even, even like a high school production, I, I can no. almost understand if it's good. but Or you're really lonely or bored, right? I guess. I mean, I don't like the theater either. Right, fair enough. So... I mean, I really would only go if I knew like knew yeah, somebody. That's fair. That's fair. But this is my point. I guess they're all. It's but huge. Like, I like football and baseball. I I never go to my town's high school games. That's true. Nor would I because it stinks. Because I don't care. Well, do we have other it's reasons a, not to go? But yeah, but still, like <laughs> if I move somewhere, yeah, yeah, if you I went to Friday Night Lightsville. I wouldn't go. No, I like no. I'm go to the Tasty Freeze. <laughs> yeah, I wish. And. They show it's like they ran out of content. Mm-hmm. We see almost the entire pageant. It's like ten minutes of the movie. It stinks. Reba did a terrible job. I was like, this is so painful to watch, and they're showing us the whole thing. Yeah, it, it, and an hour a day of practice for I'm going to say six months, and this is how good they are. Yeah, they're terrible, and she's terrible, <sighs> and she helped. She's a terrible music teacher. She's probably a terrible travel agent. I hate. Yeah, I can't wait to. To see what happened with I agree. Beak's trip to Florida. I, me too. She, he, he's riding on the train with Cincinnati Herald. <laughs> when we trip to the King's Court. And when she. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's a nice point. Nobody, nobody knows the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, they do. Uh, they will after this. So. <laughs> so well, the other, the other part is. Mrs. Miracle doesn't stay for the pageant. She stays for like a part of it. Yeah, she, she stays makes for, sure. the, for them to have their sword fight with oh, the Nerf swords. <laughs> They're fencing. So stupid. And then she just... So at the end... Oh, no. Is it before this when she's talking to Reba in the street with the bell and all that? Or the, no, that's when she convinces her to go to make up with her sister. Okay. So when she so does, basically, she just leaves the pageant and goes up into the sky because she's an angel. Right. But what I love Not is she's like, Mrs. Miracle, do you need a ride? Uh, yes, yeah, she does. It's five degrees out. Yeah. And, and she's, she's 83 years old. Yeah. And she's like, no, honey, I'm fine. No, put her in the fucking car. She's got... She's just wandering around. Yeah, but they don't... They don't say that it's Canada there. So they could be... But it's fucking winter, Ken. I don't no, care. I know, There's snow on the ground. You're it, right. It could be Alabama, northern Alabama. I don't, don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care about her, really. I hate everything. 
<laughs> that was when I, w- I was done. I was like, all right, fine. Now she's a sky person or whatever. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of Mrs. Miracle. So, Kyle. Ugh, yeah. Dr. Mudd. No, I have one more point before the end. Oh, go ahead. So, on a scale of one to ten cross-eyed, <laughs> crossed eyes. Five pairs of crossed right, five eyes. Five pairs of crossed eyes. What would you give this movie? Mm, I would give this... See, now... I, what I'm picturing in my mind is like a half beak, half Reba face. Yeah, like a like a like a face off situation. Okay, like they're then they're kind of morphing into each other on the on the poster. You know what I mean? When it's like you know how they did it down the middle. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Picture it, of course, because we're losers. <laughs> Kid Mall Cinemas. Um, uh, you know what? I you know now I, after talking a little bit about it. I actually going to change my rating. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to six cross eyes. Okay. So three pairs. Okay. So a three out of a five. If we were our normal scale. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I. 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 I, I like this one more than some other Christmas ones I've watched. Yeah. The Christmas it's ones than tend the to be. Oh yeah. And and the thing is, all right. This is how I judge this. Like, how many times do I have to pause? Right. I paused this for the first time. It was probably like 45 minutes where I checked, like, all right, how much longer do oh, I Oh, right. Have? Okay, I didn't know what you meant. Like, pause from laughter. Yeah, so funny. Kincaid, I was like ready to give up right away. <laughs> like six minutes. I was ready to coin and be like, we got to do a different one. <laughs> That's why we do this. Right. We do the hard work other people don't want to do. <laughs> right. But this one, like, I could get through. It's stupid, but like, it, it's like I get the nostalgia f- right. with, with Beak in there. You know, okay. Doris Roberts, I like for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I do like her. In, she is insane in the performance. Right. And there's, it's hard to not like that. And it's like, it's, a, it's clearly a Canadian one, which I like. But it's yeah, it's okay. it's not great. The suns were awful. The, I hate anything with a pageant because you have to watch the no practice. I know like, right, who right. cares and, and it make so, it way a much bigger deal than it should be like, so I'll, I'll, nothing... I'll give I'm, I'm close to you I'll give this a three so like a seven out of six point five out of ten there you go eyes. okay yeah so like a three so and seven a half cross eyes. Yeah. three and a half out of five all right um, it was it's watchable it's it, got it's goofy parts but it's not terribly bad like Kincaid and it's not terribly funny like other ones I've watched yeah it's well made enough that right. I'm not disgusted with the production right. but it's also insane in a way that like bothered me and also excited me yeah right so it's a, it's like right yeah. down the middle yeah yeah yeah. Seven ten split give it a shot <laughs> give it a shot so with that what else do you have for us Ken do you have any Hall of Fame nominees for this film uh, it's okay if you, you don't know. I, I thought hard about this one too. Uh, this one, it, it's like like we were just saying. It's so like just cookie cutter lifetime. It has no standouts. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if it has any all stars. Really? Yeah, Beak you're right. Middle of Hall in. of Fame. Yeah, they don't give it like you said before. They don't give enough time to to Doris. So Reba is like she's fine. Uh, yeah, Vicky's the best one in the movie, and she's in it for a yeah. minute yeah, total, really, probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Hoback Sports I liked, but it was one scene. <laughs> so I'm going to say, for I, me, no nominees. I, I I I agree with you. There's two things that I thought about, though. One was Hoback Sports just to nominate best 
I think we're going to have a category of best store name <laughs> okay, in any of these good. movies. I like that Because we I have like, like the stuff from uh, Hobo's Christmas yeah. already. The I, Gold Rush or Gold... Yeah, yeah right. Gold something. Rush the Arcade. Yeah. Which, <laughs> something and, like and that. And there, um, there was something in um, Kincaid, too. Oh, it was the, the Blue Moon Cafe or yeah. whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah. The Half Moon Cafe. <laughs> and I'm sure things. we're going to have more of these, right? So, yeah. so I thought about that, and, okay. and it's just a funny name. And Doris Roberts being able to smell food and know what it is. Like, that power to me was funny when she walks in she's like, oh, you're cooking gravy or whatever, or meatballs or whatever it was. That made you me can't laugh. tell what food is when you smell it? I can, but it was. Just, uh, I found it so absurd that she thought that was special. Like, they made it seem like she had powers. Oh, okay, because like, she could smell meatballs. Right, and she, but she has she's magic. Yeah. It, 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 I guess the implication is she used magic to figure out what he was cooking, not her nose, like okay. the way she does. And I'm like, why would you use... Why? One, nobody cares. Like, you're guessing a thing that nobody asked and, you. And the beak was like... You're right. Yeah. Like, right. he was surprised. Yeah, because he was like, we weren't talking about like, this. if you're making onions, you could smell fucking onions when you walk in the house. Yeah, I mean, I cook up a big plate of onions for dinner every right. night. Yeah. <laughs> Sautéing. But, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, we weren't talking about this. Nor would anyone walk into your home and say, what, I smell what you're cooking, unless you're the rock. <laughs> watch wrestling i know i know that's why it's funny i just I didn't even mean to do it oh, all right all right so no no real nominees i don't think so right, i don't good. think so it's it sad we can't be forcing these things like not everybody can get in it's not the nfl Ooh. where everybody gets into the hall yeah i agree with you i think we need to be strict football stinks agreed okay, agreed good. all right so ken yep i don't have any games except celebrity net worth okay this so flash shit out word up now the free for all of this show especially with my brother, mm-hmm. means we're dealing with a lot of names. <laughs> okay, okay. So I had to cut it down, but... It's okay. It's still uh, still a lot of hilarious, I think, ridiculous things. Ken is now... <laughs> he is So he's got pen, paper, and a calculator. This is akin to the SATs a- for Excel's Ken. Excel's coming next. I, mean, I, would love, I would love if you put a live Excel spreadsheet <laughs> on, on the TV. Like, like a webinar. Yeah. <laughs> Can, how, how are we looking for fourth quarter with Debbie Maycomb? <laughs> what are, what's, uh, fiscal four, not a uh, year four. Right, okay. of course. Uh, of course. Come on. Don't be a fucking ass. <laughs> All right. So, mm-hmm. as you know, mm-hmm. this film is based on a novel by Debbie Maycomber, a.k.a. Deb Macrame. Right. That's a rap name. MC <laughs> Deb Rack- Macrame. <laughs> and it features a travel agency. It does. Who is worth more? Mm-hmm. Mario Perillo? <laughs> okay. Deceased Mario Perillo of Perillo Tours. I'm Mario Perillo, Mr. Italy for Perillo Tours in Alitalia. This is our 50th year. Time sure flies. Isn't it time you said, okay, Mario, andiamo in Italia. Let's go to Italy. Timeless, romantic, exhilarating. Let Mario escort you from the Alps to Sicily, first class or deluxe, one week or two. Perillo takes care of everything. For Perillo's 50th anniversary brochure, see your travel agent or call 1-800-255-5000 now. Or Debbie Maycomber. Oh, my God. That was so funny. 
God. Authors are so hard, as are travel agents. I, I, this one, both of these blew my mind. All right. I, and I, that, I don't think that gives away anything. <sighs> I say macrame is worth more. Okay. All right. Um, I'm guessing she's worth... Oh, man. Because I assume they're fairly close. Probably lowers my guess for her. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 I do. All right, so I'm going to guess she's worth like $7 million and Perot is worth like 5 Okay, you went high on both, which, again, I okay. was very surprised. I thought they would, I thought your guess right there was accurate, if not low, when I looked it up. Yeah. So you are correct. Debbie May Comer, worth more, $2 million. I thought That's for sure. It? Right. I thought, like, you have these movies. How many of these Mrs. Mir- Miracles did they make? Two. <laughs> oh, I thought there was more. But okay. still, like, she's Does she write other stuff? I mean, if she's on the fucking title of the movie, well, that was my whole point when we watched it. Like the it. painter of light, exactly. Tom, exactly. Like she's the writer of light, and she should be worth more. So I was surprised. So she was worth two. Okay, Perillo. Perillo, two hundred fifty k. That's shocking. That was really sad. That's it, shocking. But it also shows you the difference in the travel industry. This is my whole point with Reba. That I think if you did this in nineteen eighty eight. Or 87, Perillo, through the roof. He, he's bathing in marble tubs. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's got high-end wow. olive oil. He's That's doing shocking. it. That's shocking. I couldn't believe it. When did it. he pass on? 1987. Not in, I don't know. But uh, but Perillo, we, the commercials are still on. His son yeah. still runs it. So maybe that's why maybe the money's just run out and the son's running into the ground. Maybe. That's Mar- the Mario Perillo Jr., I believe. Okay. Yeah. So right. I know. Shocking. shocking. So... I have someone on my list, and I don't remember why they're here. Okay. Maybe I could tie it in. I hope you can. So I wrote down Vernon Maxwell, okay. former Houston Rocket, All right. versus Debbie Maycomer. <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something in this movie made me think of Vernon. Vernon Maxwell. Hmm. Was there was someone named Maxwell in the movie, or, or Vernon? Maybe it was Hoback Sports. <laughs> Maxwell. I can't figure out why. Did he have a? He was. He, he wasn't the X Man. That was Xavier Daniel. Xavier McDaniel. McDaniel. Yeah. No. Vernon Maxwell was like a nice uh, two, two guard uh, on the Houston Rockets championship he team. Went up to the stands and punched a man. I remember that. Did he? Yeah. He was part of that. No, not like oh, the not, on a set. Oh, not he the like ran. Oh, like yes. Almost way up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, he really. Like, and he, he fucking lost he, it. Give him right in the chops. I can't. Oh, I don't. Man. I don't. I mean, I could guess, but <laughs> I don't know why he's. He, I don't either, and I love it. I mean, it's nothing with the year, because he was clearly retired. I love that I wrote it down, and I'm leaving it in, even though okay. it makes no sense. All right, so Vernon Maxwell, I would say, um, unfortunately, she's probably worth more than him. He doesn't seem like he would handle his money well. <laughs> Poor Vernon Maxwell. <laughs> I love that idea. That he's like <laughs> It could go either way with professional athletes, though. That's what we've right. learned so far. Is like They could be worth so much money or nothing He could be all. working at a car dealership. Yeah. Like. I mean, what you're trying to figure out, is he better or worse with his money than Tempest Bledsoe? <laughs> Nobody is apparent. I know. That's why it's, this is what I'm saying. She's the gold standard right now. Mm. So who are you saying? I'm sorry. I, I say macrame is worth more. No. Huh. Vernon Maxwell. Was worth he more? Worth? $4 million. All right. I know. Okay. So I'm glad Vernon, he held on to his money. Yeah. It, it, it was like actually kind of hardening because I liked him as a player. Yeah. Like, I liked his style of play and the era yeah, of like. Was, like when basketball was like rougher. I yeah. Guess. And he was able to like play both. Like he was a good defender and he could actually shoot. And like, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So two guys don't know anything about basketball, yeah, about, right. or haven't watched basketball since the nineteen nineties, right? Yeah. <laughs> but all right, who's next? All right, so Vernon Maxwell mm-hmm. or Meghan Markle, mm. the new soon-to-be mm. 
Princess of Wales? I don't remember. But yeah, I think it's Wales. Because her name sounds like Miracle, <laughs> I picked her. So, all right, so her current net worth, obviously, because she's about to be worth a whole lot more. Yes. No, yeah, this is pre-nuptials. So who, I'm sorry, who is she, who am I comparing She's, her? Uh, oh, I know who she is. Oh, you know who she is. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I want to make sure. Who am I comparing her to? Vernon Maxwell. Oh, Vernon Maxwell. Um... <laughs> I would say she's worth slightly less than him. Incorrect. Oof. You want to guess how much she's worth? Seven million. Close. Five million. So it was, a cl- oh, it was right closer there. than I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Again, these numbers <laughs> right. could be made up. Yeah. But I, I like the game. Yes, of course. Somebody else is making an educated guess that we're now guessing right. about, which I love. All right. Meghan Markle mm-hmm. or the aforementioned Wanda Sykes. Okay. Wanda Sykes has been around a long time. She's got to be in her 50s, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I would say she's so. Probably... probably Really famous for almost twenty years at this point. I don't know about really famous, but she's been but working. She's like pretty famous. Like she's been in movies. Didn't and, she have a talk show at some point? I maybe? think she had her own show. She definitely she had definitely her own show. show. I thought she had a talk show too, but yeah. But she wrote for Chris will, Rock for a long time, and the, and, and the, did stand up for years. Women which, typically are worth a little less. Yeah, in these games they reflect um, our times. I think she's worth more though. Correct. Okay. I'd say she's worth closer to ten if I had to guess. Six million. These we're climbing oh, okay. the ladder yeah. slowly. Yeah. I'm surprised. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised. Hmm. Now, Wanda Sykes. Yep. Or Doris Roberts. Oof. Mrs. Merkel DR. herself. Now, as I've been growing in this game. <laughs> I love this. Whatever this is, I love it. I introduce a new piece to my formula, which is age has to go into it, right? Yeah. So there's like. But there's like. Length peak? of career has to go. Exactly. Okay. So I was originally doing it as like length of career, like what they earned during that length. Right. And that they held on to it. Now, what I've learned is over the weeks is that they don't always hold on to it. They either invest poorly or they spend it or they give it away. Or even thinking about just as they age, yeah, that they, they lose value just simply by being older. Right. And she worked almost till she died. Like Yeah, clearly. She's 83 five, in this. And she lived right. five years after this? Right. And I think Raymond went off around 2010 or so. Yeah, I right around the same time. And that show was huge. I mean, that yeah. was just like a and, fucking and, cash machine. I, and, and it was on a lot. Like, I don't know how much of the syndication money she got. Probably a lot. A lot, but it wasn't syndicated for like 20 years. Like, But I also Cosby feel like was. it's true, but I think they get paid more for syndication now than they used to. Because no. those shows like Big Bang Theory, Raymond, yeah. they get huge ratings and reruns. Like, oh, they do. They get as big TBS as the, is a money maker. Right, but this is my point. I think this is why they get paid more. Like, the syndication rights are just cost more. Like, where it used to cost $100 million, now it costs $700 million to, to buy the show. I don't know. Which means on the back end, your mm-hmm. resids are going to be high. So with all that, I would say she's around, she's more, uh, who am I compared to? Sykes? Yes. She's definitely more than one to Sykes. I would say she's about Correct. 10 or 11 million. Very good guess. 14 million yeah. for Doris Roberts. I, that's good. I would have gone much higher. Yeah. It's the age. I know. I know. Like, now we, we've learned that. I would have guessed like 25 or 30, I think. Yeah. With, that, oh, yeah. While she's if she yes. was sixty-five, because you, you got to figure like R- Raymond is probably like oh, three hundred, right? Yeah, like he's, he's like a, almost Seinfeld like, level, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. What about Brad Garrett? I didn't put him down <laughs> just out of curiosity. He's probably more. Yeah, I would think um, so. Right. He's been in more stuff. He's probably if we had if I had to guess, he's probably closer to twenty. Yeah. Okay. So I would have said twenty-five. Yeah. I'll look. All right, we're getting down to it now. The DR. I know who's next. JVB. Yep. Um, this is another one. So I thought about him. He was on a monster show, but on the CW. <laughs> I love monster movies. <laughs> he, he, he was on a he was on a big show. Well, a relatively big show. Yeah, see, a this big is between, this is like if like. But this is not CBS how, money. No, and this is the thing. Like it's a it was a big show to to 
us or me at least. Yeah, no, it was, but, like, it was to, big and tweens at the time. But it, it was on the CW. Like the the people that were watching the show were not spending money, so there's probably not a lot of advertising yeah. into it. You know, but he's been consistently working. Um, he's in this piece of shit. He was in some movies, not a lot. I don't even think he's on another show after that. Was he, he? was on a Don't Trust a Bitch in Apartment Twenty Three, oh, playing man. himself. But that was on like yeah, but it was a network show, you know. But not on a long time. I don't yeah, think maybe it a season, a, maybe season and a half. Because she's on uh, Netflix now. Yeah, she was on Breaking she, Bad, uh, Jessica and Jones, <laughs> Jessica Jones, right? Which is very good. I think you would like it, even though it's a superhero show. I tried. That's it. my favorite one. She's good. I like. I liked it, but I didn't keep watching it. But okay. I, I, it didn't. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. All right, back to the beak. Uh, I think he's. Clo- I think he's close. It's <laughs> like his back to the beach, but, but it's I, back to the beak. Right. I think he's less. I think he's like eleven or twelve. I love the idea of back to the beak with the beak <laughs> as a lifeguard. Again, right on. Beak is less. Ten million dollars. Yeah. yeah, good shit. You're you're honing in now. Four, I, yeah. four episodes <laughs> in, it's getting good. I'm gonna have to really start gaming this out now more. All right, last one. All right. So Debbie Maycomber. Yep. Doris Roberts. Mm-hmm. James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. Vernon Maxwell. He was what four? Right. <laughs> yep. Mario Perillo. Ugh. I don't even have to put him in there. Okay. Meghan Markle. She was what seven? Five. Five. One of six. She was six. Yes. That's it. Okay. Versus. Yeah, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Thirty, so forty-one. Oof, that's a really good number for Reba McIntyre. Yeah, not I, Reba from this movie. I, maybe that's how Vernon Maxwell got in there. Is he, he made the numbers work? I don't remember, but mm. that's what happens when you watch the movie and then record a week uh, later. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I can't believe Reba McIntyre is worth this much. It's bonkers. I'm gonna say Reba is higher. Okay. And I'm going to say she's worth $45 million. She is worth more. And I think you've underestimated the popularity slash profitability of country music. Remember, it's the number one radio format in the country. Yeah. But usually the numbers are close if you give them to me like this. Usually. This is why it's a game. <laughs> Reba McIntyre, $95 million. Oh, God. That's so depressing. I have nothing it, against her. I See... Oh, and I, I feel like she's a better musical artist than actress. That's what bothers me. But she's me. been around forever. Yeah, but she's probably what sixty something. Yeah, so, so she's, she's been not around qu- over thirty years. Yeah, yeah, but she's popular. not. She's not losing the money yet. She's not in the Ed Asner. No, you know, no. the Dr. She's not Doris yet. Wow, that's. I mean, I'm happy, but okay. I have a bonus. Oh, nice. so so his name also came up this episode. <laughs> okay, Russell Crowe yeah. versus Reba McIntyre. He's got to be worth. He's got to be worth more. But think, but again, you're underestimating country music and overestimating Russell Crowe's ability to manage money. It's true. You know, he's he, we know him to be a strange man. I think he's divorced at least once. Mm-hmm. He's, you're trying to throw me here. I, I'm just let. I'm, I'm trying to put it in context for you. I I I just think I'm going by other like A-list actors. Or, okay. Or what are considered A-list actors? Yeah, I, I don't think he's an A-list actor. Yeah, but I think be, who get paid like A-list actors? Whether he's that's really what that um, means, not talent. I just don't like his movies. I think that's what it is. Gladiator overrated people. I hate it. You know what he's great in? The Insider. That movie. That movie's good. That's I a like that movie good a lot. Movie, but Al was in it too. I'm not. I'm not. He actually it. is really good in that movie. He, but I, I do like that movie. Uh He's been around. He's been a list for what around like almost twenty years. Yeah, early, uh, yeah, mid nineties, ninety six, like ninety seven. I would say, but that was like his first really big movie. Right, it was Gladiator. Like that was like super oh, popular. That's a good question. Because I don't remember him before that. Really, before L.A. Confidential, I guess. Yeah, that was because he was nominated for that too. Um, so yeah, that was probably the first big one. Um, I'll say less. 
He's good in that movie too. I, I know, know but I'm not crazy. I, about I, him. I, I'm not. It's either. like a lot of actors like that start out really good, and like Al Pacino, like he's in great movies yeah. up until like what nineteen. 19- 91 maybe if we're not counting Donnie Brasco yeah yeah all right so I'd say that's his last but he's really up good and down. movie it's up and down. like he and Donnie Brasco ever since that well Scarface is just Let's go. I like him that I like that movie okay yeah okay <laughs> no, it's yeah. all right fair enough but, I mean he's made like 100 movies not every no movie no no, no. I, but I feel the same way like Russell Crowe went from being I mean I like really... Donnie Brasco better than Scarface but yeah Scarface is still good. I am H.O. All right, Russell Crowe, I'll say he's at 87 million. So less than Reba. Less than Reba. I, I, I'm very impressed. It's a tie. They're both worth oh. 95 million. But it's a, it's that's a, within the that's margin. That's within the okay. like, No one said this game is fair. <laughs> it's within the margin of error, though. I didn't think you'd get even remotely that close. So I thought you would go way over on Crowe, way under I was Reba. going to. But you're right. He's a piece of shit. I talked you into it. And he probably was mismanaging his money, if I had to guess. He would have been over 100, I think. But if he's divorced a couple times, yeah, there's just forget no, about it. And I don't know what Australian law is like, but yeah. he, he certainly owns half half as many kangaroos <laughs> the sneakers or the animal oh sneakers yeah. what are you talking cool. about it's, he, he likes keeps, sneakers with zippers yeah he keeps his money in the pocket you know who would like that is chance grosvenor <laughs> and this has been celebrity net worth all right so that brings us to the end of Mrs. Miracle. We're going to do a very special New Year's Eve movie. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot, I forgot what I forgot. And, to uh, that, yeah. Kyle's going to drop it in for Dr. Mud, Kyle Reismandel. I'm Ken Nowarski. Thank you to Paul Reismandel for doing half of this. I wish he could have finished it. Yes. But see you next time. See you. On the next Cyber Police Podcast. After attending their friend's New Year's Eve wedding, Trista. Internet dating. Vivian. Blind date. And Amaya make a pact to get married within the year to either a new love or a man waiting in the wings. Each woman starts the year with high hopes and dreams of what will happen over the next 12 months. But will they make it to the altar? It's with this ring. <laughs>